in your ear. Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm Josh. I'm Dave. And I'm J-Bone. And this is... Does it suck? Does it suck? No, no. No, it does not suck. This is like this is a hundred percent no suck special edition. Yeah, did it two hundred percent? We so I'll so do today, the intro. So today to we are today we are. <laughs> Today we are comparing two, I would say, iconic, legendary, mm. Mm. amazing, Speak. classic movies. Why? Because uh, it's our... Because it's our 15th episode. And it's everybody not, though. Knows. That's the best part. It's actually like 14th or 16th, but well, whatever. It's <laughs> our 16th episode. I think it's our 16th. <laughs> it's so spectacular. It's a numbered episode. It's a number. <laughs> it's our quinceanera. We deserve a treat. Our, we deserve uh, a treat. 16. Yeah. Our homecoming. So day. yeah, no. This so, is our bar so, mitzvah. So <laughs> um, yeah, the premise of the podcast is completely blown up because quite obviously neither of these two movies suck now. Which movies are they, Solo? Well, I will tell you. We are doing 1986's Aliens versus versus 1987's Predator, and at the end of this, we will have to decide which is the better movie. An impossible choice, but we've taken this on for you, our listeners. This is a dude Sophie's choice. That's what this is. This yes. is just something. Aliens choice. Why? Like Why did we put ourselves choice. up to do this? Why? I, so, I, I was telling Mike right before you guys joined the Zoom that I've never once been anxious about doing this podcast. And I'm like crippled with anxiety right now. And I had trouble sleeping last night because of this <laughs> i couldn't even focus on the sad. hooker i was with i mean <laughs> i waited so long to watch these movies i literally just finished i so i just finished predator and i had to take a bath with lavender bath salts afterwards before i uh, hit up the podcast were you sweaty <laughs> it was so much it was so much uh, because both of these movies i watched them and god damn do you guys have the same experience they were both Fucking awesome! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> Do you think it mattered the order in which you watch them? Like which one you watch first? And that, that, which I did Predator first. Who did Predator first? I did. I did. Yeah. J Bone right. so and Mike, Dave. Mike and I both did Aliens first. Oh, Aliens first. Yeah, yeah. Both. So yeah, I did. I did Predator second. Aliens first. I wonder if yeah. that will factor into our decision. Yeah. Well, and here comes my next question because I watched Predator here first. Here it comes. Then it's, oh, yeah, it's coming. Okay. <laughs> That's what everyone said. So um, did, did you think the special effects, when, when I started watching Aliens, the, there was, since it takes place in a completely different world, well, and, you know, in the future. No, it I doesn't. I noticed the special so, effects much more than I did. Play, it, wait, would you on. let me finish my sentence, Brajon? Fine, fine. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like. Astrami. Hey. Oh, God. It's place in this world. I'm going to put my dick on it if you don't shut up. All right. So. <laughs> on that sandwich? Yeah. That's your own sandwich. Good. So I felt like in the very beginning, watching the green screen with the spaceship going down. And you know what? As the movie went on, that sort of wait, detachment, which movie? Because both I'm talking, movies, about aliens. Aliens. He's talking about aliens. I'm talking about aliens. 
Okay. I'm with you, Dave. Go, go, go. Keep going. Keep aliens. Going. Okay. Yes. So when it first started and you saw the spaceship coming into the atmosphere in aliens, um, I really felt like I noticed the age of the effects. Now, in other parts, not so much, of course, because I think it was obviously ahead of its time. In Predator, I really feel like he did a great job, John McTiernan and the team they had, oh, that um, to, to kind of hide the special effects working and not working. Mm-hmm. They really use the environment better. But that's also because I felt like, because that takes place in present day. You know, well, it doesn't take I, place in a completely different world. Now, I'm do you sure. think you that affects different time? I, I, I want to. I want to. I want to. 1987. I want to make a note about how much I love. But yeah, before we get into that, but just the special effects. I mean, because granted, obviously, we we're not going to get too wrapped up in the special effects because for when it was, obviously, it was awesome. Right. Uh, yeah. And and it's not going to you know it's going to be tough to use that as a qualifying point to pick between the movies. But I do want to make a note about how much I enjoy watching movies like Alien or Blade Runner or 2001 or any of these futuristic movies that were set 35 years in the past and about what they thought our technology would look like literally right now. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I agree. Like Alien yeah. is supposed to be 2019, right? But you know what? Apparently no, they all, no. They all thought no, no, sorry, Blade oh. Runner. Sorry, Blade Runner is 2019. That's when Blade, Blade Runner right. is Aliens to... like 100 or 200 years in the future. Yeah, but it's, it's I coined aliens. this term. Aliens. It's important to if, say. Aliens. If anybody else came up with this term before me, I'm not giving them credit. I'm taking full credit for this term as I'm watching aliens and i'm like oh it's it's a whole special effects scheme of androids and analog like it's yeah. this yeah. Crazy complicated no. androids that all have like that are you're debating whether they're real people and at the same time you have like push buttons <laughs> which star wars does too to be fair yeah, star wars it, gets away with that too it it's works androids and analog man it's yeah. just like the, the most simple 2d displays and push buttons and, and like huge ass cameras and wires you know what I felt was more distracting than anything else, though. And sorry, Mike, I know you're you're about to squeeze in, but when they kept when Paul Reiser's character uh, just Burke kept talking about how things were worth millions of dollars, and I was like, bro, <laughs> yeah. did you not hear about the stock market the other day? Like, we're talking way beyond millions of dollars, and you're talking about giant space freighters. <laughs> by the way, by the way, solo copyright DTG Productions. I stole it from you. Done. Well, no, right, whatever Jay Fizzle is called, <laughs> that concept has a name and it is called future past future and past now when people are making stuff like if you saw the the recent iteration of Battlestar Galactica that is in the same vein of sort of like imagining the future from the past and then making it an aesthetic like they weren't doing it as an aesthetic but it became an aesthetic and it's a well, nice you aesthetic can't I, imagine, it. I love it you can't imagine yeah. what's not there yet you can kind of base some of it and i think james cameron especially in aliens since he's such a science fanatic himself that he did do a great job of there are some things that you're like oh yeah that does eventually become something and i'm trying to think of an example but i remember seeing something like they got but the 2d the 2d blueprints they had to keep looking at like that they were like you know in the library looking at uh which still baffle me i still can't make heads or tails and and they still they still read them wrong because the aliens still got in the damn room really easily (laughs) they they had an android pouring over so so let's bring it back to figure out they're coming from the roof i know It's a dry ceiling. Wait, we'll get to that. Hold on, hold on. Pocket that for a sec, because that's a key moment. We'll get to it. Let's start out. Let's let's bring it back and talk about like 
I, what I think are the, the most obvious similarity and differences of the movie, and I'll just make them quick and you guys can comment. The uh, like, first of all, Predator is an hour and a half, not an ounce of fat, fucking lean, mean, fucking green, invisible thriller. And it, and it wastes not a single fucking microsecond of its time. Aliens is a long, epic fucking movie with a fake ending and then a real ending and all this other stuff, right? But both movies are about uh, war trauma and basically like being traumatized by war and being forced into a situation that inflicts trauma on you are beyond that. So I feel like like in that way they're the same, and then also they are different. Also, the arc the arc of the hero, so that in you know that with Scorny Weaver, Weaver, Scorny, yeah. so Ripley Chud. and Dutch, Chud, yeah, Ripley Chud. and Dutch are similar in the sense, although I think um, Sigourney does the reverse. So Ripley does the reverse in Aliens, where she appears helpless, then becomes strong. Dutch appears strong, becomes helpless, then gets strong again. And then I guess it's helpless here's, again. Here's I, my I question. Know. Hold on. Wait, I question it, it too. It was helpless again. I, I, yeah, Sigourney, Ripley was not helpless. I think the what Ripley phone. was facing, Ripley was facing a situation where nobody was taking it as seriously as her, including the people that she was supposed to be relying on for her protection. Like, I don't think anybody really takes it seriously until Hicks sees the whole, the, the acid holes. And I think that's a key moment that like that James Cameron purposely puts us through that camera of Hicks's point of view with the, with the helmet. And we're looking at it from Ripley's point of view. We're seeing his point of view from Ripley's point of view. And she goes, no, wait, look at that again. And he turns his head and you just see the, the like melted hole in the floor. And he goes acid for blood. And that's like all they give you. Well, and that's, I, think, I agree. That's, that's like a culmination of that whole scene. And, and that's, but this is a lot of the reasons why you just mentioned J bone you know, Aliens is more of a drawn out, eloquent sort of telling of the same story that's in mm-hmm. Predator. But that whole sequence when they land on the planet is a long sequence and yeah. it is a beautifully done, masterful build Fucking of iconic. realization mm-hmm. up to that well, point. I but think that just with- comes down to necessity, too, because like in Aliens, like we are unfamiliar with this futuristic world. So Cameron lets you sit and exist in the world. Kind of like Ridley Scott did in the in the first Alien, where it's like a slow burn to where you don't want to get to the monster just yet because like how the fuck do Marines work in 20, 20, yeah. 21, 22? Right. But then like Predator, it's like they give you the story, and I think because it's in the context of the eighties and it's so like hot button political, they're just like these are American mercs down in or whatever, like uh, they're, they're a search and rescue, rescue squad. It's they're, South they're America. a rescue squad with machine guns. <laughs> and in the eighties, we're just like, guns. got it, got it, yeah. go. <laughs> oh no, Predator also did a great job. I think, like, so when we did New Jack City last, mm-hmm. one of the things I did like about New Jack City was how he didn't do any flashbacks and he kind of moved the story along and kind of explained exposition as he went. I mean, didn't make a fabulous movie. But I think it was even better in this. So when... Well, there are no flashbacks but, in either of these films. I know, but this is... I right. think they did the minimal as much as like Jay bone is saying that it was lean and mean. You know, you don't even get a story about what this creature is until the... Uh, is she like Nicaraguan? Or are they supposed to be... I know she's South American, but she's kind of like... They're just the, 
South American Asian people. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently some Russians because it's the 80s. And Russians, yeah. She tells that whole monologue, which I thought I picked up on, and I was like, what a gorgeous shot. When she's telling that monologue, they don't cut. It's a wonder. She's focused on her. She's like, they came. They would take men. We'd find them without their Mm -hmm. clothes and their skin. And (laughs) they were never the same again because they were nasty. And then when she finishes, the tension is so thick and it just, and then it just, she goes unfocused and then Arnie comes into it. And I was like, wow, that's, and it was really purposeful too. It's a great moment. To the story. And I thought it was a great example of camera work that was really adding to something, especially in that story. And then as they went on, you know, like she picks up the gun, he kicks it out of her hand, you know, he's like, or, you know, he's like, leave it. You know, you're not, you're no sport. For him, you know, he doesn't attack people who are unarmed. Sorry, he kicks the gun out of her so, hand after that. Right. Right. All right. You learn but that. Just, but that's just exposition, too. They just, Arnold just figures that out magically. But I thought it was, it was cool that it's a, a group of elite soldiers analyzing the person who's hunting them or the thing right. that's hunting them. Well, but but they, that's, that's the, what's consistent for both stories. And, and I think that, yeah. you know, so before we were, we, before we got on air here, uh, Mike had a good idea that we were going to like hit each part of this very similar story arc and then compare and contrast sort of way. Wait, I want to talk about what Dave said though. Okay. Yeah. Dave, um, Shut I think, up, Solo. I think, hold on before, but I think Dave hit one of the, the topics anyway, so we can kind of just go into it yeah, naturally. Yeah, he did. Um, Dave was talking about, I, I really liked, I, I really thought about what you said, Dave, with like um, regard to the, to the shots of their faces I think Predator, John McTiernan lets these actors do some really good fucking work with like with like absolutely minimal dialogue at all through the whole movie. There, you know, you might get a, a sentence out of a character, but each sentence helps you learn a little bit more about this character's place in the world and makes by the time they all start to unravel, and I know we're gonna get to that next, the like, oh shit, everything's going wrong moment. You're like so in on it. And you're part of it is I think this beautiful little building of like trust that they build between these characters so you know when billy is freaking out they are really fucking freaked out when when um uh what was the guy with the shaved head's name i'm forgetting Corman? it Dude. no no i'm talking about predator, predator sorry oh, predator sorry. Um, mac. Yeah, mac. mac when mac. when mac loses yeah. his shit they don't even question it that that whole scene where they gun down the forest is funny it's funny right but it's also like when it's one of those amazing moments where it's funny if you're watching it in kind of one state of mind but another state of mind it's like it's like fucking compelling and terrifying because all these trained hardened soldiers see this guy lose his mind and they don't question him they just run up and they're like fuck if he's firing like a maniac into this forest we're all firing like maniacs in this forest until he's done we're just with him and i love that i think that really it's really brilliant character building and it's so fucking economic and i love predator and i fucking love right. it it's one of my so like, to piggyback, finish the song p- solo. piggyback off of what j-bone just go said tall both, go both, both directors <laughs> did an amazing job <laughs> of promoting camaraderie with all of these soldiers like in yes. really slick ways because i've mm-hmm. been reading all about this in predator they he, they like selected these soldiers and encouraged this crazy workout competition among these guys. Like they would start to like wake up earlier and earlier to be the first guy in the it. gym. There was a story about how Arnold told the wardrobe guys to tell Jesse Ventura that his arms were bigger to goad him into 
a competition <laughs> that Arnold eventually won because his arms were actually bigger, like crazy weird macho <laughs> shit like that. So these guys got really tight and then like were trained by ex-military. So by the time they were shooting these scenes, they were really bonded. And then in Aliens, like the same thing. They went through the same sort of training and then they shot everything basically in reverse. So they were shooting like the cafeteria scene when they're all joking and waking up and Bishop does mm-hmm. his knife trick. Like that was shot last Oh, purposely a great idea. so they would have spent it months is. filming with each other so they were all buddies at that point so it actually showed in that scene like it, it really worked like you really yeah. go into these scenes and these movies like really feeling like these are teams that have worked together for years mm-hmm. and these guys are like war buddies and it, it really flows it well, really helps like make that's a, okay. i was gonna say that well it's interesting though i felt like in aliens that um there's some jersey one in the come out there aliens um, <laughs> yeah, did you um, see the predator at the Cherry Hill Mall? <laughs> yeah, yeah those aliens guys, man. I did pork rolls. He's going to a diner <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> but I felt like uh the the Marines it, it was maybe they, and I'm sure they meant it this way, didn't pick up on everything they said, especially about uh acid blood. Okay. Acid blood was said in in the meeting in the beginning with the corporation ripley says it too yeah it was said in the briefing with the marines before Mm -hmm. they go to the planet and then they didn't listen to her and they're like and they're like well read the brief you really should read the brief and they were all like yeah we're not gonna read the brief hicks reads it hicks reads something they say something in in when they're all meeting up uh uh what's his name bill paxton says is this another bug hunt so uh-huh. it had me. There was things I caught. I was catching on this watch of aliens. That so <laughs> it's in the Starship oh, Troopers. Universe. That's a great joke yes. though, where where she yeah. she keeps saying xenomorph, and he's yeah. and after he says this is a bug hunt, he's like, "What the hell is a xenomorph?" And Hicks goes, "It <laughs> yeah. means it's a bug hunt." <laughs> <laughs> I thought but too. Like I always hate though that they also killed. Go ahead. That they also killed so many of them in that scene because I grew to like. I always as a kid too when I watched this movie. I like the Marines so much. I just wanted them to last a little Vasquez. bit longer. Like Drake, you know, Vasquez is Vasquez is, you know, buddy. Like even just a couple of them. Sarge. I too. ship them. God, I wish Sarge lasted yeah, just to the cafeteria fight. Dude, but that's that's how it rolls in that universe. Like the, <laughs> the xenomorphs are unforgiving and right. brutal and they don't care how likable right. your character so, is. So, so we got this beautiful <laughs> that, go, ahead, Mike. go ahead, Mike. So you gotta yeah. think in the first alien, that alien killed what was it, six or seven crew members in less yeah. than a day. And True. she barely got away with her life. So I mean, I would expect a lot of Marines to die right away. But it's my, but I love, and this is also true. I think I went to go see Braveheart with you solo. I don't know if J Bone came, but a battle, a full blown battle. (laughs) We went to Braveheart at the Mart. (laughs) But yeah, you saw that at the Mart. We did see it at the Mart. Um, But it's that full blown battle, and it's just a personal preference. So I don't know if it's comment so much on the movie. Predator delivers that in the beginning of the movie right away. I get to see that action sequence, see those that guys in action, true. which tells me also a lot not about against the Predator, though, which is the so, key. So it's wait, not against me, the Predator. It's I just want to see a full-on space marine battle with the aliens, and I think that should have been Aliens 3. She puts a team together. She goes to LV89237. Jenny. Um, and, she, and they start a war. So it's like Starship Troopers, but with aliens. I want to see that movie. 
Go, pitch it. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, I think you just did. And I think it's oh, called yeah. Starship Troopers and they made it yeah. a little bit later. <laughs> and it's also fantastic. Um, yeah. so, so it's also we, a we comment the, on fascism. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. it. Cocaine. So we, we hit, the, we hit the, the introduction of the characters. And then this is when both movies, like, to me, take that step to, like, iconic, you know, ascending look, past wait, the norm. Recap, recap how we meet both of these characters. So it's like it opens on a spaceship, both movies, same thing. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, it uh, opens uh, with you first meet the characters, Sigourney Weaver's in the hospital, and, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes waltzing off a helicopter. Like with a cigar in his mouth. Really different. different, Right. Yeah, but very similar because both are incredibly reluctant to go on the mission that is assigned them. Yeah. Both both Dutch and Ripley are like, man, like Dutch specifically is like, this isn't my job. Like we're searching rescue. He has to be tricked into going there. And Ripley's like, no. This thing killed my entire crew. I'm going to sit in my closet apartment with my cat and not do anything. (laughs) My closet apartment. That apartment gave me claustrophobia. But they have to be like, there's 150 colonists that are going to die if you don't go. Arnold has two of his best moments, I think, regard. With with what you're mentioning, Solo, I think are Arnold's maybe two of his finest acting moments ever. One, and they're both like really little moments. One is when they're in the helicopter and they're like rocking out, you know, to Long Tail Sally. And Arnold's sitting there and he gets the call. He like hears it and his whole face changes and he's like, let's go. And like, it's just, you see like, it's not just like a, I'm getting serious to be a badass moment. You see all that you just painted. So all that reluctance and all that like mistrust of the mission is in one facial expression right there. It's amazing. And then the other one is when he's talking to the guy with the glasses. I always forget the two like white guys named Hawkins. Hawkins. He's talking to Hawkins and Hawkins is saying like, this is some weird shit. Like, I don't know what's going on. And Arnold's like, yeah, he's Dutch is basically like, we got this, no problem. And Hawkins turns around and walks away and Dutch. And then you see it, all the doubt come on Arnold's face for a sec. And then you see him like, get it all back together. That shit's like, like almost as good as Tom Hardy in Dunkirk level. It's really good. Arnold's fucking really good in this movie. And Tom Hardy never said stick around. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, I oh, think we get, because, because actually, in both of those scenes where we get introduced to the characters, we are introduced to the villains in a way of like he meets uh, Carl Weathers and she mm-hmm. meets Paul Reiser. And interestingly enough, the villains in both of these movies aren't actually the aliens trying to kill all of them. The real villains in these movies are the corporations. CIA. And the corporation. Yeah, and the corporation. I don't think Carl Weathers is an evil person. Corporation. Like beautiful. Yes. I don't think that. I don't think that. Um. What's uh? Oh my God. What's Carl Butch or what's his name? No. What's Carl Weathers' name? Um, Uh, he's. Oh shoot. Dylan. I don't think Dylan is evil. I think Dylan like definitely lies to get his friend to do something. But I think Dylan's heart is in the right place. He thinks he's doing the right thing because his he lost men out there. He's not doing it for like a corporate reason. Paul Reiser is just a fucking like. Snake. Paul Reiser is the most evil. Like, wait, hold on. What's his character's right. name? I don't want to refer him as Paul uh, Reiser. Burke. 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 Burke is the most evil. <laughs> like, I don't understand why they don't wait. Like, literally, what? Um, God, Bill Paxton. Uh, his name. Hudson. Uh, Hudson. What Hudson says, like, why they don't waste him on the spot. Yeah. After the whole stunt with the face hugger. Like, I never understood that. Because yeah. how could you possibly think that this guy is going to be anything beneficial when you're trying just to get off the planet and nuke it from orbit? 
Yeah. (laughs) Can I say the one line though that uh, Dylan says to you know about how he how much he cares Hmm. in in Predator? He goes, "Those were my men on that chopper." Yeah. When yeah. it went down. And then you feel he's like, that's why he's on this mission. Yeah. And I have and to say, it. I think, and it makes it the for, thing. The, yeah. the difference in Carl Weathers is he has a sort of like come to God moment mm-hmm. after <laughs> they figure out that they are being hunted by a fucking alien hunter, you know? Yes. Uh, uh, and like Paul Reiser. Two, in three guys at the character most. Character arc is to go <laughs> more evil. Yes. He's still thinking yes. he's going to get out of this because he's special. But which but is also, which is like, tragically funny. They all yeah. have that moment where, like, in the uh, like where the the woman doesn't run away at night when they come back and they're like, yeah. "She's still here. Why she's yeah. still here?" It's like because everybody she's realized terrified. we all need to work together to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and, and Dylan, Burke, yeah, Dylan, Dylan's through. He, he experiences more of the fire than Burke does, and it's completely evident in. I thought one of the greatest scenes of Predator is when Mac, when like, uh, what is it? Dylan's bringing up the rear when they're uh-huh. actually approaching the camp and he like slides and he knocks the log mm-hmm. down the hill. And then Mac's right there. He's like, I'm going to bleed you. I'm, I'm going to bleed you. you. So you're ghosting us, and the fucker. I'm Mac gonna is, that and guy's he's amazing. so intense. And he's like oh, right yeah. in this guy's face. And Dylan, the CIA operative, is legit terrified of this guy after that confrontation. So, and oh, from yeah. that point on, he starts really getting his... He's not scared of Arnie when they do their famous high five. Dylan has a mission. And, uh, and, I, and, and Burke, Burke is only on like a selfish gain thing. Dylan has a mission that he's trying to do. I think Carl Weathers' performance is really good also because what you're saying solo like is totally true he's scared in the beginning but he's not scared because he believes that there's an alien hunting them he's scared because he can't figure out why the fuck his men like he's traumatized because he sees his men hanging their skin and he knows those guys and cared about them they were like his crew and that's what he's seeing these guys that he really cared about that got hung up so even if, even though he doesn't believe that it's an alien until that come to jesus moment you're talking about He's still like uh, he's both doing the like it's only three guys we got it and he's also scared at the same time. Those were my men on that chapel. Yeah, That's, I mean it's trauma. These movies are about trauma. They're about war. Trauma. I was also saying yeah, to Emily, oh, by so the much. way, when we were watching this, and I don't know if you watched both of them with the wives, but uh, we did, and she kept asking me. She's like, "When's the chapel thing?" When does he say the chopper thing? And then he says chopper a couple times. And she's like, was that it? And I was like, no, no, no. And we're watching it. And she really got into it. She was like, it's a really good movie. And finally, boom, it hits. Poncho, whose name I never knew until I had the subtitles on, uh, honestly. So it says it at the end. And suddenly he goes, get to the chopper. And I was like, that was it. That was it. No, I missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing with get away from her, you bitch. Oh, my God. Aliens has so many lines of dialogue that have just become a permanent part of my life that I've forgotten were like how they came okay. into my life. I say I a do, lot of by aliens. By the way, did quotes. you know that guy's name with the grenade launcher was Poncho? Yeah. I did not. I no, always I forgot. Did. I didn't either. And he was one of he was my favorite character growing up. Like I love that grenade launcher. For some reason, I really liked that character. And of that I didn't know what it was. But if you watch the movie now without the subtitles on it you'll notice that they practically whisper his name every time they say yeah. it. And I'm like, that's why I could never poncho. I, I want to offer poncho. one of the two haikus I've written. Poncho. For, can yes. somebody yes. pick whether it's Ellie I need or a Predator? Poncho. 
Let's do. Well, Predator Dave's talking about ponchos, so do Predator. Would you Predator <laughs> first? Fine, I'll do Predator first. Although, I, for the record, I like my aliens one better. But well, then do aliens. Well, lead with the Predator good shit. First. Predator first. Okay. When being hunted, those with the biggest biceps will often survive. <laughs> I don't know if that's not true, so I can't argue it. Yeah. It's Although exactly, Poncho died last, so and he definitely didn't have the biggest biceps. But the only one that survives is Arnold and and Anna. So I mean, if you're averaging, then no. Because how are the people in the chopper going to know that she is part of the crew now? Exactly. By and, the way, how did he survive a nuclear yeah. bomb going off? Like, literally, he he's right by the Predator. There's you, so don't know. Many you don't know their technology. Cloud. What, do you, you read, know, you yeah, read Predator like, oh, now? It's lightning, <laughs> and then it's a big explosion. Yeah. It's, eh, I'm and not he's in the chopper. The light. The yeah. light looks like a nuclear explosion when they it's coming the out. Chopper. That's how they survived. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they had in the 80s. It's the same way with, like, uh, those electricity special effects that are also in Highlander and Terminator and Predator yeah. and Aliens so, and every other movie because they were all good at doing that. all bombs, they survived. That's those just, like, it's awesome. Bullshit. They are, like electricity rolling awesome along the are. ground and stuff. Yeah. It's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> We're expendable. <laughs> like, I, oh, I see you. I see you springboarded that. Get down. Oh, my favorite. Down. My favorite is when he goes knock knock <laughs> after he kicks the door down. <laughs> I don't know why. That's not stick around. Stick around. And the whole conversation, obviously, with Poncho and Jesse Ventura, is still one of my favorite catch lines. He's up there. What is it? Dug in. Dug up there deeper than an Alabama tick. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like you're shoots bleeding. Off and then he goes, "You're bleeding. I ain't got time to I ain't bleed. Got time to bleed." Jesse Ventura boom, boom. just gets you like got time 90, to duck. <laughs> yeah, ninety percent of Jesse Ventura's lines are are like fucking memes. I feel like. Wait, at this point. what's the name of the character? <laughs> with oh, the same with Matt. Crass jokes. The crass jokes. That's Hawkins. 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 That's oh, Shane Black. a house. Yeah, I love how he can't get the crass yeah. jokes right until he finally gets it perfect. And then Billy, the stereotypical yeah. Native American, just loses it laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, I had a question about that. Is he is he like indigenous to South America or is he supposed to be Native American? Because uh, you're he, asking he goes magically up, stop, not white. Stop, stop yeah, asking Dave, those he's, questions. He's clearly yeah, a white he's guy. He's just magically not white. No, no, no. Because he goes up and he cuts the – he tracks so well in the jungle. He cuts the vine, already knows that there's water in it. You know what I mean? And so I didn't – I was like, did I mistake so that Dave, when I first his, started? Dave, in your What's wrong with asking that question? In your historical what? opinion, is Billy from Predator the most historically accurate Native American you've seen in a film? <laughs> no, that's not my question. My question is, was he meant to be South American, Native American, or, a, or Native American American? I'll I, answer I, your question. Confusing. Yes. Yes. No, mean, so funny, funny thing about that actor that I read is no, nothing funny about actually he that was man. well known for being belligerent and a liability on set. So yeah, really? the director hired a bodyguard to follow him around to make sure that he did not fuck up anybody else. He has an insane what? political career too. If you read yes. about him, his his no. his Wikipedia is really interesting. Oh He's no, wild, his Wikipedia dude. is crazy. He ran yeah. that movie has three people that ran for governor. But only two winners. Which is still its own record. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know any other movie with two governors. Two governors. Let alone three candidates. Three candidates. He ran as like a a 1980s version of QAnon 
in Arizona or something like that. Was like, there uh, was there libertarians in the did 80s. their platform have <laughs> anything to do with getting rid of the aliens that hunt people in the jungle? I mean, the movie was made, wasn't it? That's you just true. saw the movie, <laughs> the documentary, also, the, way, the Predator. If, yeah. yeah. If you notice the way the aliens <laughs> jump around when we get back to aliens, I kind of thought they moved like kangaroos. Oh, funny you should say that, Dave. <laughs> you, you know the original actor that they had playing the alien before he quit? Playing the Predator. Oh, sorry, sorry. The Predator before yeah. he quit. Do you, you knew this anybody? Gonna, I, I know it is. I know yeah. it is. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude oh, Van Damme. Oh, yeah, I did know that. There's an amazing Predator. YouTube, wow. uh, like, and, little 10-minute YouTube vignette about uh, how Jean-Claude Van Damme was, like, the worst predator and he didn't understand it <laughs> the suit was apparently like 200 pounds and, he, and it's red it's purely red yeah oh my and god so like, because the green the jungle is green and they need to do green the invisibility effect so anytime he was invisible it's this ridiculous like red lobster suit like literally <laughs> a red lobster and van damme thought it was the real suit and he kept going like, this looks so stupid. We can't do this. Let me do my splits and, and I'll fight Arnold. And they were like, this, that's not what you're here to do, man. Like, you can't do it. There's and even footage went, of yeah, it. He literally threw the suit down and walked off. And they were like, all right, who wow. the hell are we going to get to play the Predator now? Wow. They should have got Jackie Chan. I don't know no, if you can move that Jackie same. Chan is like what? five feet tall. You need a, they, they got to. So they is got Van Damme not right that guy. tall. Van Damme is not that tall. Well, he no, was wrong not. too. And they went for like a seven foot actor after that. Yeah. And they made awesome. it work. Look, it all works. That's the wonderful thing about these movies is every risk and every twist and every like out on a limb decision that every director made worked beautifully. Like it all mm -hmm. came together. These two movies are perfect examples of everything going right in crazy risk scenarios right. when you're making movies. I was because they I like it when a plan think, comes together. I was yeah. trying to think of you way, like this, that you'll love like this. one thing. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking maybe one thing that Predator had was that it was maybe the first movie in a franchise and the and the you know the first time we see any of that like that thing the the Predator as opposed to maybe Aliens is a sequel right I was you like James Cameron different. you get James the queen. Cameron did say yeah I was watching something on it and he said there's he said I wanted to make an homage to what Ridley Scott did there's no way I can top obviously this masterpiece of a movie and he said what i know is i know action so yeah. i'm going to work within that realm and expand the world a bit more which obviously i think he did an amazing job and right. i don't know what aliens 3 was supposed to be but it geez. was not supposed I, to be right. i don't want to get too far into that tangent but i feel like i'm one of, i'm in the, the small vocal minority that really loves alien 3 like I feel I, like for me, I don't mind it. Yeah, I, don't I appreciate it as as David Fincher's like you know a early work by a really good director that has some awesome style to it. But apparently, it was supposed to be about Hicks and Newt. Also, like all three of them were going to survive, and then they scrapped all that for I guess I don't know whatever reasons with the actors. And the they probably couldn't get him or something weird. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Yeah. And they're like, "We'll just kill." It's him a shame because the girl who plays Newt, Carrie, whatever her name is, <laughs> she never did another it, movie ever again. And it's honestly one of the best. It's a shame because it's honestly one of the best child performances I've ever seen. the 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 part when Ridley Ripley asks um, Newt if she has a brother, that kid's face is like just like melts you when she thinks about like you know thinks about the words before they come out like i had a brother like it's so natural and good it was heartbreaking she's did so she good have a speech movie. therapist yeah. on the colony with her because it's like mostly mostly 
And then my I think she dog. had an accent. That's my then, guess. Well, she's yeah. British. She sounds Australian. Aliens was shot in Pinewood Studios, which is in England. Yeah. Fun fact about all that, ripped right from IMDb, is that they didn't know who James Cameron was when he was making this movie because Terminator came out in 84, right, mm-hmm. I think? Yeah. And this was like 85 for yeah. Aliens or 86? He wasn't James Cameron yet. He wasn't James Cameron. So like he was this nobody that had ripped the franchise from Ridley Scott, who all of these like production crew loved. So they hated James Cameron. And they hated his... <laughs> That's a recurring theme on all of his movies, though. Yeah, his crew and always like, hates him. <laughs> and, and he had to fight against this crew that hated him for the entire movie and still made this movie, which yeah. is awesome. Like, Again, even, you can really, say that about all of his greatest movies. You can be like, <laughs> it was the worst production. Everyone hated him. Anyway, here's... I have to like, say, uh, also, Terminator Solo, <laughs> you came guns loaded, guns loaded for this. You did some research. I came out cop first. Like, I know everybody loves these movies, but the the fact that I now get to sit and nerd out and talk about both of these movies for like, I don't know how long we're going to let me go on. We have two minutes and 26 seconds. Mrs. J Bone -Bone wanted a double strength episode. She, um, she was really pumped. She was also really traumatized by aliens. I think, I, if, I, think, I think if we had watched it in one sitting, it would have been even more devastating. I want to, in, in the two minutes before we have to break, I want to tell one personal story. My first experience with aliens, I was at a sleepover party. I think it was for a friend's eighth birthday. And <laughs> um, it, it had just come out on video, VHS. And I think we had rented it from Blockbuster. And this guy had just turned eight and it was a sleepover party. And we were watching this movie. And I distinctly remember this guy, good friend, uh, swim team buddy, lived in a rancher house. And I was so terrified what so color speed <laughs> i distinctly remember this i ran like right after the scene where the like the first marines get killed i ran to the back bedroom and just like curled up in a corner <laughs> with my knees to my chest and rocking back and forth scarred for the rest of the night and then the next morning i told my parents i was like yeah we watched aliens it was really scary and they had to have a conversation with his parents and it was super awkward <laughs> it was like this traumatic experience the first time i saw aliens and i loved it ever since that's amazing and that's Still the over. end of part one let's of take a podcast. break we'll i want to tell my and, exact and we'll, opposite experience yeah we'll all tell our first experiences with these movies and we'll get another oh, absolutely. Haiku from solo so we'll come back in a minute Hey, up in your ear, crew. This is Mama J Bone um, checking in on the dueling uh, movie watch of Predator and Aliens. Um, had never seen either, so I was really excited. I've really been enjoying the last several months as I um, get to experience a lot of movies that I was not watching in my childhood. I think the last time I was on the pod was for the Mannequin episode, so. That was definitely more aligned with uh, the kinds of movies I was watching uh, at the time. But it's been really fun to watch them now. And um, I think ultimately I have to say that while I can acknowledge and, and um, you know, see that Aliens is, is probably the better movie, I got to give it to Predator. I um, left that movie feeling really entertained. Um I found it to be a lot smarter than I expected it to be, but still like a really fun action movie. I loved the jungle setting. I just thought that was really cool. I I liked that it wasn't all, you know, nighttime, dark, 
colors the whole time. Um, I thought they did a good job of making the Predator, you know, sort of scary, but not too scary, not horror scary, just like really weird and um, the effects for the most part held up. Um, Gotta say, Aliens really creeped me out. And I think that's definitely the goal of that movie. It left me feeling really unsettled and um, was really tense watching it. And for that reason, I think it wouldn't be a movie I would say, hey, it's Saturday night, let's, you know, crack open a bottle of wine and watch Aliens. I would probably do that with Predator, but not Aliens. Um, Yeah, so I think it was great. It was a really good movie. Sigourney Weaver is incredible in it, um, and it was super creepy, but I just can't see myself watching that, you know, or being quick to rewatch that, but Predator, I would definitely jump back into that. Um, I think that's it. So thanks for your pod. Love it. Um, Love listening. Can't wait for the next movie, and all I have to say is, get to the chopper. They they approached obviously. They 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 approached Ridley Scott after you know after Alien was such a huge success. They went and they're like Ridley, what would you like to make for the sequel of this movie? And his original reply was, I I want to make like I feel there's a big I'm paraphrasing obviously there's a story to be had with the prequel of how these creatures came to be. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously relics of some sort of dying civilization and basically the entire plot of Prometheus. Right. And the studio went, uh-huh. Okay. James, what do you think? He's like, <laughs> action movie, a lot of explosions, nukes from place. Yeah. They're like, you. I think it's a branch off. I think you have the Ridley yeah. Scott universe which is Blade Runner and, and Alien and Prometheus. And then you have all of the Alien sequels and Alien versus Predator. And you can have a two different you can have two different universes where one, the Predator has hunted the Xenomorph before, Xen- Xenomorph before, and one where uh, Predator has nothing to do with it. And it's just this like crazy creation myth about life creating and destroying itself over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, I think like, I like the Predator versus Alien universe better. Just throwing that out there. Just I, mean, I, I, I scoff at you. I know, I do too. <laughs> it's but like, way cooler. I feel like I scoff Alien at you. It's fine, falls, but I scoff at you. Alien 3 falls into the, the dark, awful, like everything's fucked yeah. universe of, you know, the latter description of like Ridley Scott's world where things are just yeah. slowly decaying. But it's all um, Phil K. Dick's world if you really look at it. That, that's, that's, your, that's your brother's kind of line. Stop talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> how is that my kind of line? Because he said it dick. Was, it was kind of a. He said dick. No, no, it wasn't a dick. Joke. I don't it say it in some. I was making it a I dick just joke. Say you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a I'll just bring us back to center with my. I, just, wait, I, have, I have a question. Can you do? Can, yeah. can you do your favorite Sorry, line from morons. Predator as Arnold, and can you do your favorite Hudson line as Hudson from Aliens? Oh, I don't okay. do Hudson, man. I do I do Hicks. You just yes, did you Hudson, do, man. Hudson, <laughs> man. <laughs> you did, man. <laughs> Hudson's so easy. Come on. Oh, beautiful. Wait, what does he say when the ship crashes? That's like one of my favorite. What game over, man? That's what he says. Game, game over, over, man. Game, game over, over, man. I like, I like, <laughs> they're right on top of us, man. They're right in the room. Oh, the I like his death scene. His yeah. death scene's the best. You oh, want wait, some? Come get some. You want his some? Best, 
His yeah. best line is ripped from like, an ACDC song. Say, all right, everybody, stop your grinning and drop your linen. <laughs> uh, uh, something somebody said earlier made me think of, of Bill Paxton's performance. Oh, it was it was solos talking about the camaraderie and everything. I feel like that camaraderie helps to balance Hudson's annoyingness because everybody thinks he's annoying. And Mrs. J Bone made this point. She's like, it really helped deal with his, his like going 110% every scene, which the fact that everybody <laughs> in the movie is reacting to him the same way that the audience <laughs> is. And so yeah. it somehow works that way. They're like, Hey buddy, slow right. it down. Take Hold it on. It's, it's a perfect time for a haiku, a haiku inspired by aliens. Do it, <laughs> drop it. Space Marines are tough. What is their training secret? Asses and elbows. Yes. Asses and elbows. <laughs> Bad Wait, can I, can I Say your favorite say... line first if from Predator as, as Arnold, Mike. Wait, which one from Predator? Yeah, whatever one you want. Oh, it's obviously, kill me. Come on, do it. Come oh. on, <laughs> do it now. <laughs> no. Do it now. Kill do me. it now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> the, predator, the predator figures it's it the out. Best. The predator's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, did you ever hear, do you ever hear those stories? Nice. You ever hear those stories that Bill Hader would tell about uh, being a PA for Arnold? He was like his assistant. No, and, uh, oh my God. He said the first day he met him, he went up to Arnold and Arnold's like telling him to go find his like makeup guy or something. And then he grabs him by the shoulder. He's like, I'm looking for you to, exi- to exhibit leadership capabilities. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing he ever you know, he also, Arnold also, is like a world famous like fuck with you guy. Yeah. Like the, that bodybuilding uh, documentary that he is in, whew. there's like 30 minutes of him just yeah. like mind fucking Lou Pumping iron. Yeah, he just mind fucks Lou Ferrigno for like there's, 30 minutes in that movie and just completely psychs him out. There's so many examples of that in the fun facts too, like where they were having this crazy bodybuilder competition in the uh, – like apparently he would dump a bucket of water on himself like 15 minutes before everybody showed up to the gym so it would look like he'd be working out for like an hour. He would just leave. 597. <laughs> I also want to point out too. I was I was talking to Emily about this when we were watching the movie. How big a star Carl Weathers was at this point in 1987? Like how how big was he? Is this a joke? Action back Jackson. (laughs) Apollo Creed big. He had done three. He had done three Rocky movies by that point. He did the original (laughs) Rocky, Rocky Two, and then the one where he gets beat by Mr. T. Then he if does. He dies. Rocky he, three. dies. He, he doesn't like, die until the, the Russian Rocky kills three. him. That's Rocky four is when he Rocky dies. Rocky four. No, Rocky two. Rocky three. Rocky four. Right? <laughs> there, there's that. no like Rocky gets in the wins the championship this time. Was that a commercial for ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Rocky one, Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, Rocky five, Rocky six, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Sounds like I, something I really you say to help Rocky yourself Balboa. go to sleep. Yeah, I'm Rocky like, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky 7. I, <laughs> I like the one with, um, what was the one with Michael B. Jordan? When you Creed. go to bed, you count Rockies. Creed. That's what you do. Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about the first time I ever saw Aliens. He yeah. was a big oh, star. Was I want to do this too. Because <laughs> I, when I was six years old, I asked my parents what was the scariest movie they ever saw. And they both said Alien. So immediately I was like, yo, I want to watch Alien. And then just like you're not you can't you're not ready yet. So but I begged him to the point they showed me Alien and they're like, see, wasn't it scary? And I was just like, that was really cool. And then when Aliens came out, and I you was were six? Like, 
Oh, six. Oh, you're the most badass six year old ever. All right, go yeah, ahead. Mike, Mike was, was, was also an insane with, child. I just I was like also obsessed that. with Jaws. Was, yeah, there's something wrong with him. Like not scared of Jaws, <laughs> and I like I remember being sad at the end when the shark died. What? <laughs> you're you're a psycho. <laughs> I love so, your parents, Mike, but the worst thing they ever did. So Mike, Dave can attest to this as his brother, but I was, yes. I, was I lived in the house too, basically. Um, yeah. Mike, Mike did not, does not feel pain on the threshold of a normal human being and was also possibly psychotic as a child. So that was a tough combo. So one, one year, so we would fight a lot, the three of us and everything. Like Dave took it worse, obviously, because he had to spend nights every night with yes. you. But so um, I don't say much on this podcast. <laughs> He's still traumatized. Still but traumatized. wait, I want to tell a story. So your parents, your parents, who are wonderful people, your, your mother and father have been amazing people to know. And one year they decided to get Mike a, a real bullwhip for Christmas, like an Indiana Jones style <laughs> yeah. leather bullwhip. And I remember it was the first time in my life when I was like, Fuck, I, might die. I might die. Like, <laughs> like this is bad. Because the three of us like went into the garage where the parents Boys. couldn't hear whatever was going to happen. And Mike started cracking that thing around the room. And I was like, shit, was like, awesome. one of us is definitely going to lose an eyeball or this is going to be really bad. Like, there's no way this day ends. And somehow we all have our right eyeballs. Right around so. the time of the Dr. Jones story, because I, when I would dress up like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this like, was the oh, revenge. Wait, you, you Mike, were, what was the other thing you were really into that age? Can you tell everybody about that? What's that? It, it was very colorful. Oh, when like I would dress up, you mean? Long hair. No, no, no. Just like toys that you were really it's into. It's a kid's show. It was a kid's show. Oh, no, show. I had Rainbow Bright. Rainbow oh, yeah, Bright lots of really Rainbow cool. Bright. I, I <laughs> love Rainbow Bright. Yeah, Funky yeah. Brewster like, basically was into too. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> it's a great character moment for you. I know, man. My only one is Bart's Care Bears. Right to show and tell in first grade, right around the same time I loved Alien. But but I brought (laughs) Rainbow Bright to show and tell in first grade, and all the other kids are bringing their GI Joes and Mm -hmm. Transformers, and they're all just like, "Whatever, why do you have a doll?" I'm like, "She's fucking awesome." And the girls in my class were like, "The girls in my class were like, she is awesome. Like Mike is cool." And I was just like, "See." <laughs> it was awesome. Wait, Mike, hold on. You, you, all right. So, Alien didn't disturb you. Yeah. Jaws didn't disturb you. So, tell me about aliens. What was that? How, how did you digest I Alien? Lost my shit for Alien. <laughs> like, it was the coolest movie I, you ever saw. I was like obsessed with those dudes. Like, when I would set up my toys, it would be like aliens. And I would try to buy an alien that looked like the alien, like any kind of like knockoff toy. <laughs> I'd have little soldiers, and then I would just like play out the plot of aliens, like in toys oh, at this age. Alien Ten. That was further. further I just remembered oh, this. So good. From reading everything, further effort by the directors to make the camaraderie real. All of the first names of the Space Marines and aliens are the actual first names of the actors, uh, with the exception of Dwayne Hicks. Dwayne? His name's Dwayne. Dwayne I've his never first knew that. name is du- Corporal Dwayne Hicks. I know this. I'm a big Hicks fan. It's Corporal <laughs> Dwayne Hicks. Everybody else is the exact first name, character to actor. So and they did that on purpose. I'd like to tell a related story to Mike's, which is that the first time I saw Aliens was at Mike and Dave's house at a sleep <laughs> having a sleepover. Yeah. And I was really scared. Like I was always scared of movies and you guys were always like way more adventurous with scary movies than I was. Like I wouldn't even watch Temple of Doom with you guys because I was just like, no, this movie's too much. I can't handle it. So really, when Call you, me, when Mike started talking about aliens, like 
like like he said he lost his mind <laughs> it was like, like you guys gotta watch this movie we'll get it we'll bring it up and we'll watch it before we go to bed and there's a part when the alien comes out of his chest and i was like you what <laughs> i was like that's not a thing that happens that doesn't happen because mike would have been like mike you would have been like eight and we so i would have been like six and dan eight. was five <laughs> but like we yeah. grew up we grew up seeing my dad make like commercial commercials and stuff like that at home so i think there was like an understanding that like that's the thing that you make. Like, that's what our dad does. Like he, he would make of aliens or something. So can I, I chime know, in on like, that I one? did not get that same connection though. Cause I was not <laughs> as privy to your dad's behind the scenes process. Like we had this dude, filmmaker. <laughs> we had this dude when we were a kid, he had this makeup artist uh, who worked on a commercial with him. And Tommy Braunbarger. Dad, yeah. Who turned my dad into a werewolf, like dressed him up like a real werewolf and the makeup looked like amazing. Teen Wolf. Like, like, yeah. wolf. Totally. Yeah. like dad, dad was like a werewolf, wolf. but like dad wolf and we got to like hang out with this dude and he would show us pictures and magazines of stuff he did. And it was all like crazy horror stuff, like super bloody, but we thought it was so cool. Well, like, I don't know. Well, like I never, for some explains reason, a lot to be <laughs> honest too, for whatever reason, action movies, you know, even like legend as action adventure, those things never scared me. Okay. In aliens, I did not like the alien coming out of the chest. So I wouldn't watch that part. The rest mm-hmm. of it. I liked same with alien. I'd watch the rest of the movie, but I didn't like that part. Uh, predator. First time I saw it at my the dad's bodies. house. It's the bodies. It is. It was the bodies of the soldiers. I closed my eyes. My dad said, go upstairs. Mm-hmm. He, and he brought me back down when, um, Arnold went after the predator. Then I watched the whole movie and I was fine with it. What scared me was any of those eighties horror movies, like mm-hmm. uh, Poltergeist, the, oh, the yeah. third Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Really Still terrifying. The yeah, the one where she the has the, the mirrors. Maggots, the maggots where, come out yeah. of his face yeah. or whatever that scene. Oh, God. Hellraiser. Ugh. No, Hellraiser is very scary. The one oh, with no. the ball, the sphere that like hunts you. I the don't Nightmare on Elm Street where the bed eats the person. To bring this conversation back, both okay, of these movies, you. I don't, and like why we were saying like we weren't necessarily afraid, me and Dave weren't necessarily afraid of these movies. I was. But I think these movies to us were action movies, sci-fi action, uh, as opposed to horror Horror. yeah i mean you wouldn't say these are horror movies right now i would Uh, parts of them well i mean literally (laughs) scott obviously like strongly disagrees with the concept he justifies everything that he's done in terms of turning over the franchise cameron and fincher and all these secondary directors by saying like oh well you know cameron made an amazing action movie and he like highlights action Mm -hmm. He's like, it was one of the best action movies ever made. He's like, mm-hmm. it explains and expands the universe that I created. And that's why I'm cool with it. Like I made the horror movie. Yeah. So yeah. But there's I, enough tribute sense. in there and enough horror movie. I think James Cameron would, James Cameron also considers Terminator to be partially a horror movie. And I, and I think that's like James Cameron notoriously loves John Carpenter, like worshiped at the altar of John Carpenter. And he learned from Roger Corman so he learned moves that are horror movie language, you know, and yeah. I think he and I think you can't take that away from these movies. I agree that like that Predator is an action movie at heart and so is Aliens, but I don't think you can take the ingredient of horror out of them without completely changing the movie in a horrible oh, way. Oh, no, it has a tension yeah. that builds up throughout. I think Predator 
really does that from like boom right after mm-hmm. the battle it's just like so tension you know until and sweaty. you get to the so sweaty i also wanted to say i like how the lieutenant in aliens when all the marines are in trouble suddenly sound like a, a jewish new york ant gorman he, yeah gorman at some point goes oh that's not good yeah it's like some weird accent that came out of him it was like oh boys you should get out of there it was like really weird that i was like oh where's he from uh, Which so I thought I, was hilarious. Can I talk about the poll that I did on Twitter? Wait, can I talk about Gorman for like two two seconds before you do yeah, your sure. poll? So I really like two moments with Gorman that I really appreciated a lot more for whatever reason in this viewing. And that is this little sequence of his character where when they first find the colonist signal, when they're all looking over the, the bleeps and the squeaks, and Gorman's whole demeanor changes where he's been out of his element. And then all of a sudden he's, he, he has this little moment that they show you where he's like, like he does this, like, yeah, this mission's going to be a success now. I'm going to be, a, I'm a good boy. He has like this little moment. It's wordless and it's really good. Then later when the, when it's starting to fall apart or right before it's about to go down, when he and Ripley are in the truck and they're looking over what's going on in Bishop or whoever's in the truck with them. Oh, I mean, Burke. Um, Ripley is like staring intently at the screen and she is sweating and she is nervous and Gorman's sitting there the whole time. Like he's sliding in his cool chair and he's like, I got this under control. And he, and he, they give him a moment where he looks at Ripley and he sees her looking so intently and he like looks really puzzled for a minute and it completely destroys his like, his like personal confidence that he's built up. And that's boom. Right after that shit goes down, it's the oh shit moment. I just love that. I think that's such a great little sequence <laughs> of character. Gorman is also like the Lieutenant in, you know, like platoon or the lieutenant in the things that they carried. I felt like he was a, an allegory of that, of the the CEO who went mm-hmm. to you know war with his platoon, obviously having no experience. And they and they definitely brought that up, was like, how many drops is this for you? And he's like- 38. Yeah, simulated. Simulated. <laughs> how many real? Two. Two, including this including one. Including this one. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's all right. My mom says I'm getting better at it. All right, all right Mike, do your poll now. Sorry, I, I, diver- I digest. Jump on the pole, Mike. Make a couple bucks. Let's go. I digress. Grease up that pole. Let's see it. So uh, I I just did a quick poll on Twitter. I did a a Twitter poll where I asked people to pick one. And uh, 10 people voted. Eight people people voted for aliens. And two people voted for predator. Hmm. You should have told that. You should have said Uh, 80% and 20%. Because then it could have sounded, it could have been okay, like thousands let me, of people. Let me start that over. 80% of all people voted for, <laughs> all the people in the poll voted for aliens. All right. Can I do my alternative have, titles uh, for Predator before? Wait, there's more okay. stats coming. Mike's okay. got no, more that, stats. That's it for stats. There was just <laughs> some comments. I thought maybe you wanted to know what people thought. Go for it. Because uh, my friend, Ben Morgan, what's up, Ben? He is in Australia. And he said that, Aliens is kind of all-time best movie theater experience for me as a kid. So scary. I can remember sweating, sweating and squirming. Only movie I saw three times in the theater. Uh, Predator is fun, not scary. Mm. Mm. Uh, True. And one said, that's a tough call. I think uh, this is my friend Jeff. Uh, that's a tough call. I think Aliens is technically better, but I enjoy Predator more. That's, mm. that's, I, I that's where I lean in a way. Uh, don't, yeah. don't give it away. Yeah, a little bit. No, I'm not going to give it, it away. 
and then that's uh, right. lean. Well, those are the good the good comments. There's a couple more, but they're all, Come they're on, all Dada, kind of man. saying. Everybody else who commented, thing. Mike is saying your comments fucking sucked, and you guys need to step your game up. Oh, no, they all just, just said. basically said another iteration oh. of either what Ben or Jeff said. So, Aliens is better than Predator in every way, shape, and form. Predator is a movie about one man trying to destroy one alien, and in the end, the guy pretty much kills himself. Aliens, on the other hand, is the last holdout of the United Space Colonial Marines against thousands upon thousands of aliens. Also, it's better because in Alien 1, we only got one alien, where in Aliens, there's thousands of them. It's everyone's dream, and it's the reason I joined the Marine Corps. I, you could say I'm a very big Ridley Scott Aliens fan. Thank you. But I think they're hitting on something where it's like, it's a, number one, it is a hard choice. But also, like, different movies scratch different itches that you mm. might have. But like, I, I, I want to fundamentally dispute the fact that these are different movies. I, I feel, and mm-hmm. I'm glad, Mike, that you... One begins with a vowel and the other doesn't. True. Mm. I cannot argue with that. But at the same time, it's, they are the same story arc. It is, mm-hmm. like, the most badass people you've ever seen encounter... <gasps> Something more mysteriously badass. Hey, Solo, do you ever get mistaken for a man? (laughs) No, have you? (laughs) Actually, what's funny is Emily went, why do they make fun of her? She's, like, gorgeous. Dude, she's amazing. Yeah, I know. I I mean, obviously, this was back in the mid-'80s, so cultural appropriation was not frowned upon. Maybe you mean a nice Jewish lady playing a hardcore, like, Colombian woman or whatever? <laughs> yeah. In the year 21, 22, like, misogyny is still a problem. And they're still just like, what, are you going to drive a loader, lady? Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's like, what, do you ever get mistaken for a minute? Yeah. You can do some pull-ups? Go make me some breakfast, lady. <laughs> do you know what other... load into the men. Do you know what it's other all, movie it's has all the same... Do you is. know what other movie has the same story arc, by the way? What's that? Evil Dead 2. <laughs> What? <laughs> Evil Dead 2. He comes to the house again. Where, where it's the, the revenge. Evil Dead 2. Wait. Where it, the, doesn't? Well, it doesn't have to have the Marine. They don't it's even about, go, there's it's nothing about Ripley from space. becoming a superhero, basically. Now, she becomes the, the hero. But there's nothing from space. The Necronomicon Wait, guys, can be an alien. Talk. It's let's still down. Yeah. No, no, guys, look, we are not in the basement watching the movie. I'm not four anymore. Stop it. So <laughs> my point being. <laughs> That the arc is still the same. The metaphor is still the same. Someone who was weak becomes strong. Yeah. It's much funnier in Evil Dead 2, but uh-huh. that's the same point. Ripley but it's still is not the same weak. Myth. No, Ripley is not weak and neither is Dutch. No. What are you no, talking about? Not, you're, she you're, has to take control and have leadership. Dave, she she takes over leader. as leader you're after. Dave. You're confusing Dave. reluctance with weakness. Yeah. Ripley feels that they are not prepared for what's coming. And they she all doesn't have to have, have a sense of control. They all have wait. to find difference in Predator is you. they lose control and he and Arnold has no. to bring it back. No, this but, is the second time this has happened to Ripley. Yeah. Like, this shit she repeats in Evil Dead, it's the second time it's happened to Ash. Yeah. And her oh, job I don't think it is. Evil I Dead think Two. Evil Dead Two is a reboot. It's not a sequel. It's not a sequel. It's a it's a remake. It's the yeah, same it's movie cool. remade again. Yeah. But better. There's no alien. Yeah, but better. But and with still, less rapey with zero trees. Aliens and zero sci-fi elements. <laughs> yeah. You mean a hand that moves on its own and goes, eh, eh. It's not some sort of, it's supernatural. It's science fiction. It's supernatural. It's magic. There is no magic in either of these movies, Dave. 
No magic. <laughs> wow. You, you're taking it so specific, though, that it has to be like, I'm saying the story arcs have major similarities. Wait, I'm disputing that point, though. I'm disputing that point because I don't think Ripley... Ripley is not weak. Ash is just some dude who works in a construction store and then all of a sudden becomes like a cartoon character hero. That is, well, then change Ripley is weak. Not, Ripley is a traumatized like veteran of horrors and is really strong and is the only person who actually has a full understanding and belief in what's going on. She is not afraid because uh, she ma- she's not afraid. She makes the choice yeah. to go in there to make she's sure that these shit. idiots do what they need to do, which is destroy this thing. She is well, then like, we need to get Bruce Campbell in here. Yeah, all to, to get her this. job back. She's doing this all to get her job yeah, back. She just They're wants to drive for- a fucking forklift uh, that's, well, that walks. Yeah, and all Ash wants to do is work at the store and get chicks. Shop smart, shop F smart. <laughs> all right i'm going i'm going predator i'm gonna do predator first we'll talk a little bit more and then i'll end with aliens okay alternative also i love the producers on predator sounds like a law firm it's gordon silver and davis and that's the way they presented it in the beginning and i was like i guess that sounds like an attorney at law to me they're anyway. either attorneys or they're arms dealers if it's an 80s action movie. <laughs> totally. All right. Alternative titles Predator, uh, The Dutch Oven, um, <laughs> Double. It stop. works. Stop. It works. Stop. Stop. Just, yeah, just stop. stop. That's it. Just leave Beautiful. it. That's it. That's, that's the you, best one first. That was Predator. You just nailed it. Double Dutch. Stick around. Big House Pussy. Uh, <laughs> oh my god those giant pussy jokes I don't even know that was like a genre of joke the way I never, I never knew I how much I missed choked. how how much I missed my Dutch um, old balls heat seeker comma Dylan I don't know why I wrote that the drums the drums the drums the Jumanji drums Papa. Jumanji drums in this movie yeah, <laughs> name of my sex tape five meter spread uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like okay. somebody is watching me. Um, you ghosting us, motherfucker! I'll bleed you real quiet. There we go. So good. Yeah. Ain't got time to bleed. Dutch on your nine or your six. Got time to duck. Yes, some of these are quotes. All, All right. right. Uh, nope. Six the of fuck? us and a meat grinder. Uh, she's your baggage. <laughs> <laughs> wishes of a broke dick dog um geez you got a big pussy i gotta do it again <laughs> i've seen bad i've seen bad also, bush before geez, you got a big push. <laughs> <laughs> gonna cut your name into him boy scout bullshit we're, we're gonna try we're gonna try cheese next time i don't know why i wrote that go <laughs> gonna go clean my skulls um i want your skulls I want your skulls. Um, mud butt. Okay. Uh, when Arnie's mud in the butt mud. sounds like a horrible hippie jam band that you're you're forced to see one day. Isn't that the name? It's a of type Tom of fart. Petty's, no, Tom Petty's band <laughs> before the Heartbreakers. Tom Petty and the Mud, mud Butts. Bone? No, Mud Bone. Mud Bone. Right. All right, two yeah, more. It's the worst band. Ever. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. you are one ugly motherfucker. And come on, kill me. There you go. Do it now. Do it, Do it now. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and those are alternative aliens? titles from Dave Gugino. I also, the editor in James Cameron in uh, what you call in Aliens has the best name, Ray Lovejoy. 
I saw that. I noticed that too. I was really like, good. Guy- Geiger and Lovejoy coming nice. together. Shorty. Also, Ray- the music <laughs> in both of these movies is amazing, and it's not it the really same is. composer. Yep, it's so good. One of them's James Horner, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aliens is. Aliens. He does Aliens really good work. Is really good. Yeah. It, the, well, <clears throat> now I'm thinking Predator is also really good. Yeah, it's, it really uh, is. It's just like a straight up army movie, like war movie music. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's a lot of yeah. drum. It's Alan, like, the sound design. I want to talk about the sound design in Predator because Alan think Silvertree, Silvertree did the music for Predator. He did a good job. The sound design in Predator has so many nice little job, moments Alan. that help build up the tension. And there's like a little weird little moment when um when Dylan follows Mac, they show Mac like walking and he and he drops his gear. He drops his uh, heavy coat or whatever he's wearing, right? And he's getting down to business. He's ready to do some long dance alley. And then, and then like in the lesser movie, they leave the shot there. And then Dylan walks in like 10 seconds later and you're just supposed to pretend like longer time has passed. And they don't do that. They actually do a deliberate cut. And when they do a cut, the sound design completely changes. And it's a key detail. Like when, when Mac is walking through and he drops it, it's him talking, it's jungle noises. It's the rustling of the gear. He leaves the screen, they cut. They come back to the almost the exact same shot, but not quite. And it's now almost dead quiet. And it's like eerie when when Dylan enters the same spot to see like Max drop gear. And there's tons of little choices like that in the sound design of Predator that are fucking brilliant ways to create tension and sustain it, which both movies are incredible at. Both movies yeah. sustain a tension level that's like an hour long at least. And it's... Yeah. And it's nerve wracking. But what if the Predator guys are in the Jumanji world? They're whoa, in the whoa, game. Whoa. They're actually the alien, in the game. The aliens. To, uh, to Boom. Call me. We'll do piggyback this off J-Bone's point. <laughs> piggybacking again. It's the the tension. What I really liked in Aliens was the build, like we talked about earlier, with the whole intro scene and the mm-hmm. acid. It was the POV camera which I can't remember a lot of movies from the mid eighties really doing a lot. It was all point of view. Like you're like entering that whole corridor right behind, like you are through the character's camera. And that was like really intense. It's something that both Cameron and James Cameron and his then wife, future Oscar winner, Catherine Bigelow both used a lot. And in fact, Catherine Bigelow took a huge amount of the crew from aliens to make near dark like they finished Aliens and Cameron was like, all right, you're released now. My wife is ready. And they all just moved to her production and made Near Dark. So that's a hell of a run by that crew, I just want to say. Oh, yeah. Also, POV really <laughs> helped out the porn industry. I'm just letting you know. That's, also, in, that's indisputable. Like, there, there, there's <laughs> a way a fact, that man. both these movies are, are very, not only are they tense, but they're very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, Aliens... In oh, a Bishop ways, in the pipe. That, oh my god. Oh yeah, oh, that oh, scene that makes just, me. Ugh. But nope. they really um James Cameron does really interesting things with the set by um and I think in the in the original Alien too like the the set was such a big part of it where the these people just you could feel it almost like closing in around them whether it's like aliens coming to get them or them moving to like smaller and smaller spaces as they're trying to get away. But I think also the impressive thing was the way that 
predator could take something as expansive as a jungle and make it seem like it was closing in around them. Like mm-hmm. so many tight shots, like when um, that just initial attack scene, when he gets Hawkins, uh, the predator comes out of nowhere and there's just like tights on their faces. And then you just see the, the woman look off to her side and it's like that. It's like boom, boom, and then he's gone. But the the space that they chose to shoot it in was also very enclosed by plants everywhere, like everywhere you turn. So you couldn't get a clear sight as to where like this thing went. Why didn't they I mean, take his weapon? Where is yeah. his body? And for the next 20, 30 minutes of the movie time, they keep asking her like, "What happened? What happened?" And she's like, "The jungle took him." Yeah, the jungle <laughs> came up before she just decides that she speaks English. And really good English too. Yeah, like really, really good accent in English. She's a Russian South American. I don't want to tip my hat. May, may have influenced my decision in the in, in the Sophie's <laughs> Choice category, but but yeah, uh. but I mean, it's just like it, it's just I don't know the the similarities like we keep saying are just so insane. These movies, like, mm-hmm. well, like I have a question the, too. Our, our dad always used to tell us when we watched Predator that those mm. long shots into the jungle, they were like, can you find him? Can you see him? Do they actually ever do that? I tried to watch it this time. I don't think the actual Predator... I still look. I still look still so look? hard, I can't find, yeah, I was still yeah, looking yeah. so hard. Every time. I've Always. seen this movie dozens of times. Oh, yeah, with, without exaggeration. And I still stare into the jungle like, where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? He's, He's in there, there somewhere. He's, He's so in there. It's the I picture in of the, the boat. Yeah, I, I go for hikes all the time. For this? But, but he, what's really interesting is like the Predator is kind of like a Hearts of Darkness movie. Well, actually, you know what? They both are kind of a Hearts of Darkness movie, <laughs> like uh, or Apocalypse Now. You know what well, I mean? They don't like, have the big uh, bad guy when, at the end, though. When Max says ice. Well, they kind of do, but it's not like <laughs> no, a they human. They both do. I mean, the queen could yeah. be their Colonel Kurtz or whatever. I guess. Yo, she's or, ugly, by the way. The queen. Oof. Uh, All those babies uh, coming. Mama J Bone was Mama J Bone was not was having a rough time with that really long shot of like the egg sack. Oh yeah, and, like oh. and they keep cutting back to it. She was like, "What are they doing?" Oh, oh no! <laughs> so yeah. By the way, all of that, all of that, like stuff that uh-huh. you see—that's KY jelly. Straight right. <laughs> That's it, what it it's is. still. It it's still drives me nuts. That stupid. <laughs> the guy on the ship is outside of the ship. Right, they fly off to get away from the danger area. And they should be sitting there with that ship sealed up and motherfuckers out walking around with the door yeah. open and he comes in and he puts his hand in the KY jelly and he's like, yeah. this isn't right. And she's like, get it's up like, here. He's like, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's not fine. Like, no, you need to deal <laughs> with this situation. Did anybody, really quickly. Read, did anybody read the dossier? Did Only anybody, you have to read the, the brief. damn dossier. The brief. Read they, the brief. I guess they couldn't hear them freaking out for the last hour being right. That's the other thing. Why aren't they in communication? <laughs> We're just the like, pipe. oh, they're not five, back five, yet. Five. They're probably fine. <laughs> they're all right. Hey, yeah. did you bring a sandwich? Yeah. I'm going to go go find some cool rocks. Put some pastrami on it. Very disorganized. (laughs) All right. So let's take one more break and we're going to come back. And I can't promise it's only one more break. Who knows? Oh, by the way, Emily kept saying, like, why are the aliens so wet? They're so wet. I know the KY jelly. But still, Um, just go look at it. It's like fish. Fish are dry in the water and wet on land. Yeah. 
Just so a fun fact about the movie. Thank you, Clay. Uh, all that came to smoke to get to that one. Because it was the 80s, none of that KY jelly went to waste. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they snorted it. Oh, oh wait. All so that apparently, apparently, according to Lance Henriksen, uh-huh. they were filming at Pinewood Studios, Aliens. I know, I see the timer. And they were filming uh, Full Metal Jacket at the next studio over. So the asses and elbows reference is a marine reference that was used in both movies at the That's same awesome. time when they were both filmed yeah. because they were in separate but right God had, wanted your ass so up there. He had a miracle your ass up there. I still have no idea what asses and elbows means. Can anybody explain this Get to, to me? Work. It's a I, don't I said, it, I said it in a hip-hop opera that I was in with the Rainbow Company, so I have no idea. I Just something the cops say, too. By the way, I'm going to read my That aliens. quote is going to be randomly dispersed into the episode with no context. <laughs> anyway, S- come back. What is no, S- Dave, S- Dave talking what about a hip-hop opera yeah. that he yeah, was in. That was pretty much <laughs> it's right, true. We're coming back. Let's go. Hello, peoples and listeners of the Does It Suck Now podcast. This is Josh Alvarez from Philadelphia, a podcaster for Cinepunks and singer for Cross Keys, and in the debate between which is better, Predator or Aliens, I will say that I've watched Predator a thousand times because it was the movie that was on HBO when I was a kid. And um, for those of us who have a certain age, we remember that HBO would play things over and over again. And Predator was that movie for a little bit for me. And um, it had all the things. It had Carl Weathers and it had Arnold Schwarzenegger and there was an arm ripping and an invisible alien. And all that stuff was pretty fun. But at the end of the day, I think that Aliens is the better movie because Aliens does a better job of world building. That they're like you, you believe that they're on LV four twenty six, and um, I had said earlier that Aliens does a better job of having Sigourney Weaver, which Predator does not. And um, I think that uh, it just looks a lot more futuristic. And Lance Hendrickson's in there as a goddamn robot. That shit is awesome, and it's still cool. So. Um, some things about Predator don't really hold up, like the weird killing of all the brown people at the beginning. Not so much into that now. Um, but killing aliens is fine, I guess, as long as they're not terrestrial alien. I don't fucking know, man. At the end of the day, I think Aliens is a better movie. That's what I got. All right, and quick shout out yeah. to the Spank Bank references. Obviously, I think Vasquez and Predator. There wasn't much choice, dude. She does. What, what about when Arnold and, and Carl Weathers are like, Gadong, yeah. and their arms are like that's spank banky for girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you if you love bike, if you masturbate to bicep. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I want. I want to make sure that we are covering all potential spank bank material. Yeah, whether it's my own personal preference too. or not. All right, let's yeah. cover it all. Okay, so. Sigourney Dave, Weaver is kind of hot in a weird way. I really like Sigourney Dave, Weaver. There's all kinds of banks outfit. to spank out there. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever they're when, think... when Bishop is holding down Hudson's hand and it looks like they're mm-hmm. wrestling, it's kind of cute. I do have to say, there's like a friendship oh. there, and maybe they they do. The most romantic to each moment other. in either movie is when when Vasquez the sexual says, stabbing of the knife. Yeah. The most romantic oh, moment. Penetration. <laughs> And the greatest death in cinema history. I'm saying this right now. I'm putting it right down. Uh, the single greatest death scene in cinema history is when Vasquez and Gorman put their hands together on top of the grenade while like yeah. a million aliens are coming down on top of them. Yep. That in 1987 or whatever. Asshole. 
You always were an asshole. Nineteen eighty six. It was the greatest fucking moment <laughs> in movie history. It is still the greatest moment. Still in movie gets history. me. It oh, fucking now I'm pumps like me up. Oh. I love it. It's so good. The Sophie's choice it, of this podcast. Solo, I kind of hate mm. you a little bit for this idea to 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 choose, and you are so gleefully like I, I Solomon that Sophie choice cool. Solomon Sophie. Also, by the way, if we're going on our generalized, like, include everybody, which I actually love for the Spank Bank version, I'm going to do that from now on. Yeah. Hicks, he's very sexy. Uh, I mean, in Predator, Predator the whole scene. Do you guys say Bane or Bane? Do you guys say Bean or Bane? Bane. What are you talking about? It's Bane? Michael Bane. I've Bane. heard people say Michael Bane, and it made me it made me confused. And oh, and Michael Bane is the man... <laughs> That I, as an 80s child, was raised to be. This <laughs> and is look the at you now. <laughs> he is, he is, you don't necessarily have to have the 46 inch biceps of Arnold, but you need you in need a situation cool. where the landing craft has just been blown up and Hudson is freaking out. And Vasquez is possibly already. Vasquez dead. is like ready to like kamikaze herself. Yeah, she's yeah. ready to just you walk into the cave with the gun blazing. You need to calmly explain to everybody why you just need to get to orbit and nuke everything from orbit because that's the only way to. Because <laughs> be Ripley sure. has been right this whole time, and <laughs> yes. it's about time that everybody is like, stop coming up with ideas that aren't Ripley's ideas, and let's just we do just what need Ripley to says. nuke it from orbit because it's the only way to be sure. I want to. Aliens. I didn't do my favorite line. Can I do my favorite line of all the movies? Somebody wake up, Hicks. (laughs) (laughs) I think from now on we're going to do spank bank moments and one another moment in Predators when they're getting the (laughs) trap ready. They're getting the the trap ready, and I I turn to Emily and I'm like, "Is this like good for you?" She's like, "Yeah, this is this is all right." Oh, look at that! Yeah. Yeah, Billy could be spank bank. Billy's kind of dangerous. He's got long hair. He's a Mama J Bone was into Billy until she read about his political history. <laughs> she was she was like, I don't know who that actor is, but I'm gonna look him up. She just kept saying that like every 20 minutes in the movie. You know, who Emily says I, he's I charming. <laughs> I was kind of digging the uh, the the pilot in Aliens. Yeah, her, she's awesome. And I'm, and I'm and I'm that's why cool. partially I'm so mad that she dies. It's, yeah, like it right makes me right mad. Up. And the the pilot in um, Alien Covenant also wears those glasses as like a little yeah. tribute. I feel like we're in her. the pipe. Well, she has five, a really five, gruesome five, death five, where five, it's five. like all bloody on the window, and you yeah. see her like hands. Smearing. She pulls out her gun though. She's like, yeah. she's like ready. They they are well trained. They they she are ready to fight. She doesn't think about it. She's like, what yeah. the fuck is that? I'm going to shoot it. But she's like, yeah, that's going yeah. to get me. All right. <laughs> Alternative titles: Aliens. Dun dun dun. Not again. Exclamation point. Uh, space bitch. Sigourney, <laughs> Sigourney fried eggs. Don't know why I wrote I like that one. Space <laughs> wait, 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 space wait. What was the last Aliens. one? <laughs> Sigourney, fried Sigourney fried eggs is what I wrote. I get it. That's, such a good, that's a good joke. <laughs> Gateway station leads to cocaine station. <laughs> <laughs> 57 years damn uh <laughs> paul reiser how gets long does it take wait pause for a sec how long the fucking is the trip how long are they are they asleep for a while 
But so what's going on back at the space station? They're, they're just waiting. It's like 20 years later. And they're like, I wonder how everybody is. But well, Newt's, Ripley, how long Ripley's has Newt been hiding? How long has Ripley's, he been hiding? Ripley's been drifting for 57 years before that whole movie happens, Let right? So right. But how long is the trip? Sorry, Dave. I just wanted to, how long did you guys think know. the trip was when the Marines leave the space station and get to the planet? How long is that trip? They said that the bioterraforming takes years. So they had to have been there, I would say, at least 20 years because they get onto the planet and then Emily was would be a 30-year-old at that yeah. point. Newt's still a child. But actually, but I, she's I been know, hiding. Too. Ripley says to Hudson, she survived for more than that re- regarding 17 days. That's how long it was supposed to take for, for help to get there. So I guess that's how long, like, so it's like a couple weeks of being asleep. They put you asleep for a couple weeks. That seems... <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't Personally, know. I don't that think it ever really got answered. Oh, wait. I have an answer here. Oh. Uh, I Googled it because I felt – I know we usually don't Google stuff, but I felt like it would be good to know. Okay. As they said, it takes four weeks from the ship that uh, – no, never mind. I Hicks says – I got into a message board here. Vasquez or, or Ripley asked Hicks, like, how long – if once Bishop gets the signal out – how long is that going to take for them to rescue them? And right. he, it has to be Hicks less than 17 days. Years. So yeah. it's, it's, it's probably about a two week journey. So that means no, in no, this, no. in this world, they're putting you to sleep for something as short as a two week journey. My reading into that was, it has something to do with this hyperspace travel or whatever, the speed that's not good for humans. So you have to be knocked out no matter how long it is. That's just my read. Sorry, Dave. We took, sure. we hijacked yeah. your segment. So I disappointing in all of you. No, but I think you're right. But also in the alternative, there's an alternative. Dave's <laughs> face right now. The director's cut. They There's like a whole plot where Ridley, Ridley comes back and they tell her that her daughter is dead and because she's been away for 57 years. But that's in the beginning. That's when she's yeah. floating. That has nothing to do with like this traveling of the spaceship to go on a mission. which is Right, but what I'm about. saying is whatever it is, it doesn't take 57 years for them to get there. Because no, yeah, you're right. You're right. She's just floating. That. So, I mean, it could be a year. You know? I wrote that at the beginning of the movie oh. when they were talking about her <laughs> floating for 57 years since the first movie. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Just to wake up and go through it again. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Get the next title. <laughs> Paul Reiser gets bitch slapped. Juicy Colonist Daughters. <laughs> Corn- right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Corn cob up the ass. Uh, secure that shit. Just Spunkmire. Um, <laughs> that's the asshole who gets the Spunkmire pilot killed. Yeah. Spunkmire fucking sucks. He's the worthless. Express <laughs> elevator to hell. Um, this was just a title. Going down. I think we all agree with Vasquez is hot. Um, Vasquez is hot. <laughs> keep it tight. Vasquez is also in Lethal Weapon 2 and Terminator 2. And Predator 2. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Jeanette Goldstein. Wait, I don't know. You that. did good no, work. She's, not, she's not in Predator Two. It's a different actress. Keep it tight. It's Mary Conchita Alonzo. Oh, keep it tight, people. There you go. That's the follow up on that. Ripley's, believe it or not. Stay frosty. Um, <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> boxcar Newt, because I just thought she was like a boxcar kid. <laughs> Brain pop and lock. I can't remember when I wrote that one. Oh, uh, Newt's brother. Where's Timmy? Um, because you said your brother. Stop, you're going to make me cry. It's a dry heat. <laughs> Where is Timmy? Yeah, man, yeah. but it's a dry heat. <laughs> even in the future. Slime dripping off the walls. <laughs> even in the future, they wear Converse. Um, 
actually, if you look at the sneakers of the woman who is uh, cocooned up against the wall where the alien comes out. Yeah, she's, she's got some chucks, some chucks on. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, she's like, how did all the aliens get into this punk concert? <laughs> <laughs> aliens in the skate park. Run. Trey. How did they not seal the ceiling? Can we go? Can we talk about that now? No. How the fuck? <laughs> well, drop, ceiling. drop ceiling. and normal ceiling. It's just the same ceiling. Yeah. You don't put that on the plans. Right. You just drop the ceiling because you got to run the wires there. It just makes total sense. I'm done. <laughs> Drake, we are leaving. Which was like an Oprah thing. Uh, Newt needs a speech therapist. Uh, crazy Casey the doll. Uh, fuck you She's over classic. for a, prof- a percentage. And last but not least, egg sack lunch. Done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. nice one. I love now you can Ripley talk about decides, the ceiling. <laughs> when Ripley decides, when Ripley's in the egg sack area and she sees the, the the amazing iconic moment when she meets the mother, the mother, the queen mother, and everything, and they have that moment when Ripley's like, "Uh, uh-uh, I will fry this shit," and the queen's like, "Fine, I'll let you go." And then Ripley's like, "You know what? I'm gonna fry this shit anyway." <laughs> I also okay. liked how the aliens looked a little like, "Oh," when she shooed them away. Yeah, they wanted uh, to kill her like, really oh, bad. Man. Yeah. Frank, uh, Frank so gets all the are, good are we, human. Are we at the point where we have to make the Sophie's choice? I think so. Who wants to go first? Mike. I think Dave does. No, I think Mike does. <laughs> Dave, go. do you want to go I'll first? I'll go. I'll go. I'm going to talk <laughs> right. it out. Rip the Band-Aid off. Gay right. <laughs> Bone. Gay Bone. I'm going to ask you the question. It's not does it suck now because we know that neither of them suck. But which is better? Which and most doesn't suck? It doesn't suck, but which is better? In your okay. opinion. Who do you save? Who do you save a la Sophie? Uh, okay. The, the, one of those movies is being wiped out from existence, and I have to pick one that, that stays. Yep. You got you to gotta, you gotta, pick. Okay. All right. I don't know. So honestly, I don't have an answer, and I've been struggling with it, and I wasn't joking when I said that this, this episode has made me anxious. And none, no other way has. <laughs> so, I think that Aliens is like I, I'm going to use like a music comparison. Aliens is like a three and a half minute perfect pop song. I mean, I'm sorry, Predator. Predator is like a perfect pop song, or like like some kind of like whatever the best Ramones song you think is, or like Sex Pistols, or even like Early Clash. It's just like economic and perfect and every inch of it is filled with like the maximum amount of whatever that part of the movie is trying to give you is there and it at no point does it take a single misstep it's fucking perfect all 13 i love it yeah and aliens like we've said is the same thematic movie but takes way more time to dive into it and there is stuff to dive into and it's and it but it's like an hour longer than Predator, and it's and it takes that time and it fills it. And Aliens also happens to have like what I consider the greatest oh shit scene in all time, which is when the fir- the aliens first attack and they wipe out the entire like half the Marine crew, and they barely get out of there, and everything they have is wrecked. Their tank is wrecked. Ha- their crew is all dead. They're mentally fucked up. They can't handle anything. Even Hicks is about to lose his mind. That sequence, that like twenty minute sequence, is one of the is one of the greatest sequences in the history of movies. Flat out, full stop. Period. It's fucking perfection as movie gets, and the rest of the movie is amazing too. It doesn't lose it. There's no downfall, 
And it's the, one of the only movies that I've ever seen that has a fake out ending that works for me and doesn't feel contrived after you've seen it more than once. And the whole, like, you think they're done, they get out of the spaceship at the end, they're back in the, in the main ship. Bishop's like, Bishop and Ripley have a nice little moment where she's like, all right, you, you did good, Bishop. And he's like, did I? And then bam, it gets crazy again. It totally works and it's amazing. And it gives you like two more iconic moments still left yeah. in the movie when you already thought the movie was over. It's, they're both just astonishing. You think he's stalling? Like, ma- they're masterpieces. I know, he can't, he can't pick. <laughs> he can't pick. I can't pick. <laughs> well, so, Predator what? What I'm going to say is. What? Predator what? <laughs> Predator is Wait. perfect. They're both perfect. I have to say. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna pick one that I want to be able to like show my children in the future and not lose, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick aliens. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let the ceremony, the sacrifice has begun. I hate myself. I hate myself, and I want to like go make out with my Predator DVD. I own Predator. I own five movies in my entire life. I've owned like five movies in Predator. David, I've owned twice. David Gugino. Oh. AKA Jack Fizzle, AKA Fizz Dog, AKA. Oh, you guys all pick aliens. I'm going to barf. I'm going to barf. <laughs> Sophie's Choice. Sophie's Choice. Fuck. Which movie is better? I'm not going to take so long, to be honest. You just sound like you. Oh, I'm sorry. J Bone sounded like he just had a lot of fiber and had a really tough shit right there. Oh. <laughs> so. I'm going to go the movie that kept me engaged the whole time, reminded me of how absolutely amazing it was just by a little bit more for me, Predator. Thank you. There you go. I hate myself. Uh, because, <laughs> and here's my reason, because as what J-Bone said ah. in the beginning, it is tight lean it kept me i forgot about how amazing the pacing was and aliens just slightly slightly for me especially in the beginning they i felt like yeah we get it stop explaining things yeah we get it stop explaining things yeah no 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 we get it go go and maybe as i asked in the beginning of this whole podcast that was the difference of watching Predator first and then Aliens. So I don't know if my... I did the I, same thing, though. Yeah. I did the same view, viewing as you did. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that changed my perspective on it, but I'm, I'm going with Predator. We, Emily and I both said, yeah, no. I mean, we were engaged <sighs> in that movie, like, for real. I'd never seen her watch an action movie like that, too, which also was like... And I was like, it's yeah. it's perfect, and I hate myself. <laughs> it's okay. What, what is it, if I may ask, about Predator... <laughs> As compared to Alien, that what gives it? it the edge for you. Yeah, uh, you gotta, I don't think you got to fight for Predator a little more. I just said it. I feel like it's lean. I feel like you're throwing Aliens to the side pretty easily. Just whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, wait, no, I'm going to come to back up you, Dave. The, yeah. Dave kept his opinion lean and mean, just like Predator. Oh, okay. All right. I can't argue with that. I'll even go a little further. I'm going to tell you, I liked what they (laughs) revealed. Do you see how Dave's sitting right now? It's very Al Pacino. He's he's really power moving, you guys. (laughs) I'll see one more cantaloupe. I'll lose my fucking mind. (laughs) You like the thrill of the hunt. You like the thrill of killing aliens. It had everything in it that I really liked. And it just had the great action scene in the beginning. Had this great, you know, I was thinking about, wow, when they first premiered this too, Nobody knew what the Predator looked like. Nobody knew what it was. And it just kept this tension for me that I... You guys remember like, when wow. Arnold lifts up the truck 
when he cuts yeah. the well, they had to have one of those horns. He was forty he in this movie, truck, by the way. He sticks, sticks a bunch of explosives <laughs> in the back of the truck, and he lifts it, and he just like boom drives it in there and then it blows so up like good. there's 40 tons of tnt on that thing oh and i would God, just say so predator good. 2 satisfies you, all my I love you. it satisfies all my action quotas not that aliens doesn't it really does but i think i still what have are that your quotas wait what are your action <laughs> quotas that you have to maintain it's a good question. Big action yeah. scene. At some point, action. some sort of battle. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Number one, big action. Big action. Yeah, some yeah, sort Aliens of battle. Has no big action scenes. Two, I never said that. Battle. Wait, big action. Wait, <laughs> I heard you said that. Would Would a battle also be considered big action though? No, big action can be two people fighting. But I would say for me, a battle scene. Then let's change the criteria. Okay, a battle scene, like okay, full blown battle. How many? One, yeah. two. Rocksteady crew. One? battle okay new so, york city 1986 i would say that it has to Crazy have legs yeah. on the floor it has to have uh-huh. some of i like the crescendo fight which does happen in aliens yes i'm telling you i think the only thing that mm. fell off for me with aliens crescendo oh, fight i like the name of that it's always yeah, there like, right you got to fight the bad yeah. guy at the end the finale the finale please <laughs> as we say in the ballet world the finale Ole. Yeah. And I think that it also has to have, like, I just wanted more of the Space Marines because I liked them so much from the beginning of the movie. And I always am like, oh, man, I just know they're all going to die mostly. You need to watch the director's cut, Dave. Oh, do they the director's have- cut gives you, like, 40 extra minutes of, of like, background. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get to meet colonists. You meet Newt's family. It's, oh, like, it's long. I still just want to see, like, all those high-tech weapons, too, go after. I'm going to see a bunch of people go out, even if they get destroyed. I want to see more of that action with the the aliens in a big fight. And not that we didn't get some of that. Of course we did. But I want it just more prolonged. And and that's just more of me being selfish. Okay. You know? All right. All right so pick, pick a movie. We're fighting. So, so, so Mike. You pick, you pick gonna, I did pick, pick a movie. You pick so a movie. So it's going to go last because this was his baby. He made us choose. You put your brajol on it and pick a fucking well. movie. Yeah. Okay. Mike. Mike, you have to choose which one of these movies exists and which one does not exist after tonight. That's, a, one that's a lot. Such a deep question. Um, God, because both of these movies are such lightning in a bottle that it's hard to pick. Um, well, sing it in the Jim Croce wait. style. And, and both movies are yeah. directed by guys who have made other amazing movies. No, it's but true. a lot of... Uh, these also could have so easily been terrible. Yeah, like, you're right. There, there, there's a, a cheesiness that, uh, like a line that Predator walk, walks in cheesiness mm-hmm. that is just right. Like they mm-hmm. just like walk that line right. Like the jokes are, they hit just right. Because uh, it so could have easily been like, let Arnold talk the whole movie and mm-hmm. make stupid comments. We've also watched a lot of movies from this era, so a lot of people yeah. have made shitty movies. Yeah, yeah and there's so many shitty Cream movies of the crop. Right that alone. <laughs> Does it suck now? Uh, but also, there's something, it, it's weird, the, the more, I, so I watched Aliens first, I think I was the only one who did that. But uh, I feel, oh no, yeah, Solo that's right, did. me and Solo watched Aliens first, but I felt like... our listening like, audience were pointing at each other. We're pointing at each other, but I don't you're, even you're know right. which square you can see me in. Yeah, so I'm like, like, I'm pointing at Mike right now. No, everybody point at Mike. I'm pointing back at Josh. It makes no sense. Anyway, <laughs> here's a story. So uh, you guys could see none of that. <laughs> um, Buy our okay, DVD. So, so I think 
This is this Keep is after like- listening to you guys talk the whole time. I think that I'm going to pick aliens, and I'll let you know why. Um, God, even the so, and this is just because I I think it is just so good at world building in the future and has such a prescient message uh, of sort of this dystopian hellscape, which is just like a a dystopian corporate run hellscape where everybody just to like keep their job, like all the Marines are like complaining about being low paid. Uh, Like Ripley is basically going just to get a new job because she, she's like, well, I used to be like a pilot or something. You know, I'm like a, I drive like a forklift and I don't know. It just like sort of like rung true with me. And I, and I got a chance to last a little more in the world. And and because our show is called, does it suck now? I really wanted to be like, which movie resonated more with me now. And I think that one did, there was just like more to think about more to dig into. Um, And while I fucking absolutely love predator, I'll watch it every time it's on TV I think Aliens maybe just hasn't been on TV or I haven't seen as much on TV, but it was like really fun to sit through and to watch these like incredibly complex, like them, like navigate these really complex sets and just, I don't know. I loved like existing in that world for whatever, Mm -hmm. the two hours of the movie. And it made me like ask so many questions about the world. Like, what is this? Like, what, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I kind of just felt like, Predator, I watched it and I enjoyed it, and it's a fucking perfect movie. But I felt like this sort of Ripley Scott or Ridley Scott's <laughs> Ridley Scott's believe it or not world that he mm-hmm. is a little it resonates. Jokes, it, it's and jokes interesting and, jokes. and can sort of like in the way that you would explore like a Star Wars or like a, a, mm-hmm. a Star Trek world. Where there's just sort of like endless like nooks and crannies you can get stuck in, and yet you hate well, Prometheus and and uh, you know, I do. By I the do way, because that... Prometheus doesn't isn't as dark as Aliens, but like, it is. I mean, it's really it's fucking dark, same, man. No, Whoa. it's different. It's different because like it, Aliens to me is more akin to Blade Runner in that world, where it's just like they let corporations take over. They like ruin the planet. They have they like and basically have all these low wage workers out on on other planets and all right. like it was more interesting that way where Prometheus was like trying to get into this sort of like H.P. Lovecraft at the Mountains of Madness backstory that was just like too not as good as Lovecraft. I don't know. Well, we're not sense? comparing. It was Prometheus. actually about artificial intelligence. Yeah, I know. I don't I'm ready. I'm that. ready to go. Right. One, one comment. Basically, okay, I want go we should know that that, yes. that videotape. We had a videotape that had Rambo, Aliens, Rambo 2, actually, Aliens, Commando, all on one videotape. And that's the mm-hmm. one we saw, we showed J-Bone and because we had a VCR yeah. in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I saw Rambo 2 way – when I saw Rambo 1, I was like, what the fuck? This is a Rambo movie? <laughs> yeah. I know. I knew sense. Rambo 2, which is a very different also, experience. What's his, what's his name? We didn't talk about he directed Die Hard too. And he directed yeah. Hunt for October, yep. which is Jesus John McCarran. Hunt for October, oh, which is also perfect. He's a, he's and a so fantastic is Die Hard. director. He's yeah. not. All right, look. Yeah. I think he directed Die Hard 3 bad. also, which is really but, fun movie. Like, uh, all right, my decision came as a fit of emotion.
that in the state that I am yeah. in right now, I just want Clouded everybody to know that it is work. not a definitive, it's, objective truth. I feel, I didn't know I feel you were that emotionally fragile. Reasonable, I am analytical soul that really takes solo. The, which one? No, no, no. I'm going to take my time. I'm going <laughs> okay. to spell it I was out. trying to set you up. You didn't really get a setup. No, 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 no. Okay. Is not, it a long setup like I'm aliens? Wait, I forgot which one bait. did Mike pick. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be. So you son of a your, bitch. I'm not going to be lured into your Central American jungle <laughs> slash LV 286 to 246. To just four twenty. Wait, wait. The part when Ripley's like, "You sent them in there and didn't tell them what was coming," and and, yes. and fucking Burke goes, "I made a bad call, Ripley. A bad, a bad call, call, okay? Oh my god, right. did you just want to like rip his face off? You're like, oh my god, you're the biggest I, fucking if, piece of shit. Seriously, if I, I, I am, so much. if I am, uh, if I, oh my god, <laughs> we broke, guy. we broke Solo, we broke him, we broke him. <laughs> seriously." How does Burke not? How does Burke survive to the point where he does? The, all right, I it is. This is the only comparison analysis where I am breaking from my. Which is called pre- a companalyst. Com- or a compalist. Compalist. <laughs> I'm a compalist. Companalist. Where I he is very anal about this decision. Can you make I, it? I, I, look, you can do it. I love so it. It's it. gonna hurt I at do. first, but after so some close. practice, it'll feel good. I, I know. I know. Well, if, you set one of the, if you set one of them free and they come back, you love it even more. <laughs> and the one that comes back is Predator. Oh! And, oh. Wait, is that the one you're letting go? I'm the one I'm letting go. That was not how that landed. It's clearly the better movie. It's clearly the better movie. You're burying the lead solo. Have you heard of this concept? I got you. I got you. Okay. No, Aliens is clearly the better movie. It is. It is. Darth Vader is his uncle. It's a long movie that. I, look, the the analysis you wanted to talk about was how Predator does a fucking Ewok, but <laughs> Aliens does not waste a minute, and it's also forty five minutes longer. And it, every minute that it is longer appreciates <laughs> exponentially. Like I, I don't even know how Ooh. to explain how that was a timely, why. timely word choice. Like it, why? It, it appreciates exponentially. It, it is is like longer than you would think, but you don't realize it. It Gouda. It is a um. It is a space opera of epic proportions, and I love everything that they've done about it. I wish that there were certain details in Predator that they just. Ah, oh, it is not for any reason that they could have controlled at the time. But if you are forcing me to make this choice, it's because of the way that it is held up outside of its own efforts. You mean it's, the movies after? It? Can you explain that? Can you explain that last sentence? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, all right. I'll do my best. How does I'll it? Do... How does it hold up outside its own efforts? What does that mean? Can you break like that down? That sounds interesting. I just don't get it. When you said that. Yeah. Break that all down. Right. So both movies obviously are like iconic in stature, and you throw it to the void if you're trying to pick which one is the better one. And because of that, it's 
you know, 35 years in the future and you're trying to this is not getting any simpler of an explanation my friend it's getting more more complicated (laughs) it's it's diarrhea of a madman (laughs) diarrhea diarrhea of a a madman i got mexican (laughs) all right i want to say i feel like i feel so conflicted especially the fact that like that I was so sure Predator was going to be my choice. Yeah. No, and no. But Predator, that's why it was my I, choice. I think Predator, Predator, I, is, I think Predator is flawless, and yet I still picked Aliens. Predator is a tighter movie. Aliens is a movie that presents you with, like, a bigger palette. Like, it's more of, like, a deep, like, realm of possibility and... Like it just sets the stage for. I think that's interesting because I feel like I went with Predator for the exact for for that exact reason. Period. You know what I mean? That I just thought the world was tighter. I thought as a movie, I like wow, it just blew me away again. Would name of my sex tape, but I really think that it's it's got to be one of the. I don't know. Like, and it's not that I disagree. That's why this one was so hard for all of us. Like, I love Aliens. Mm It was very hard. Oh, no, it was really, but, it's tough. Wait, aliens like, has a bigger palette. Wait, that's not the name of a sex tape? Predator aliens has a bigger palette? Yes, it's name no, of my sex tape. It was very hard. It was very hard. Very hard. Sigh. 1980s, <laughs> U.S. <laughs> Black Ops. It was like a, that was, it was also a very political movie. Yeah, it well, really is. They're both, for, I, they're both like celebrations of the bravery of the military and also critiques of like the machine of the military, which I think is like always a relevant topic. Well, honestly. isn't also the eighties when we watch a lot of these movies really such a reflection of the ultra Reaganism, Russia, the U.S. sort of thing that obviously we always see come up in, I don't know, Red Dawn. You could name another one, which is very obvious, right? Predator is a little more all over the missing Predator, in action movies with Chuck Norris. Yeah, you know, Predator literally. I don't think Predator is in that range because it literally gives you the visual metaphor you need, which is when they they kill the scorpion and they step on it, and then Predator like comes back and he sees the scorpion and he like looks at it through the Predator vision. They literally say like, you know, look, we just killed this bug. This bug thought it was the hunter and thought it was the badass, and then it got squished. These guys think they're the hunters and they're the bad the badasses. They're about to get squished. I, I think I don't they're think also both Vietnam vet. Like you know, obviously Predator. They're guys who stayed in the military. They mentioned Vietnam actually in Afghanistan. They talk about Afghanistan mm-hmm. a lot. And well, in the chopper, doesn't he say something? Or am I just thinking of Die Hard? The chopper, where he's like, chopper. "This is like Saigon," and he's like, "I was 11. Um but also, so I think the Space Marines, but I think it's that whole time because a lot of the filmmakers, you're coming out of the 70s, you're coming out of that conflict, you know, and I remember noticing that a lot growing up, you know, because obviously our parents' generation, that was their generation. So it's interesting to notice that in some of these movies, I think, you know. Well, in a movies. lot of ways, Aliens takes that 80s snapshot of the world and then just sees it through to its logical conclusion in 21-22 where you have like, these two corporations that basically do absolutely everything. Uh, and, and it's like a uh, gateway station and cocaine station, yeah. whatever, but uh, they just like <laughs> own everything. And apparently like everybody works for them. And here mm-hmm. they are like the army, the U S army. This is, is still Tesla going to, like, and Amazon. That's what right. we're looking at. If you just oh. switch it and, yeah. and make it Tesla and Amazon, like whatever Tesla's making the androids and Amazon's making the spaceships. Boom. Boom. And that's and what we're in. The U S military going to a spot 
that they're making money off of a colony. Yep. Elon they, Musk owns a quarter of the satellites in the sky or something like that. I read today. That's insane. Well, all right. I think we're that's done, man. Elon yeah, Musk like I just that was amazing. eventually be so, terraforming planets. I want to say dookie. Solo, I want to give credit where credit's due. If I remember correctly, Solo came up with this idea and it enraged me at the time and it still enraged me to have to go through with it. But it was brilliant to do that. I loved it. Yeah, it was so fun. we will be so, back next time to our regularly scheduled old movie, Does It Suck Now? We're not sure about it kind of thing. Yeah, I think this oh, is a fun, we, special thing to do every once in a while. Yeah, are we yeah. officially yeah, I agree. three to one? Three, three to, to one. one. And I was a reluctant, but, you know, there's no reluctant. It's one way or the other. I'm sticking to well, my this, guns. This it's okay. maybe can go on Your our, Rain of uh, Fire was, you know, J-Bone's thing, so. Did we do Rain of Fire? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh, my God, we did. <laughs> Coffee, <laughs> Kansas. Yeah. It was just three of us. It was it was magic hour. I couldn't remember if I just watched it on my own or if we talked about it. The dragon's erection was slowly coming over the horizon. It yeah. glistened. So when the he's moon. like, personally, you make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go watch Rain of Fire again. <laughs> I'm gonna hold two axes and jump off of a tower. Sorry to interrupt your little soiree. <laughs> I told. <laughs> I, I know I told you guys, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the, the listeners. I told. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. J Bone was really into. I like Mama J Bone. Keep calling her Mama, Mama J Bone. Mama J Bone was really into it. So she asked me. To... She's like, she's like, well, does Aliens Three like also put her through this again? And I was like, do you want me to tell you? And she's like, yeah. So I tell her the plot of Aliens Three, and she's like, I don't like that. I'm just gonna pretend that never happened. <laughs> that new dad. Yeah, I was like, you're right. Yeah, they live happily ever after. You know, and that's kind of a testament because I think that movie is not the worst of the Aliens. Like, it's it doesn't fit. Still... What predator? What predator movie four. was your second in in the line? I mean, I'm going with Predator. I like the Robert Rodriguez one. Predators. I'm a big fan of the Robert Rodriguez one. Oh, Predators. Yeah, that movie is oh, a blast. That movie is awesome. Really good. Is it the one with um? What's Chris his name? Uh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Everybody loves Adrian Brody. I want to say if it's not Michelle Rodriguez, it's somebody who they got because she basically is a fake Michelle Rodriguez. And uh, like the Mexican dude who's in all the who's in all the Robert oh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo yeah. is in it, and Fishburne comes in throwing like like cans of gasoline on every scene. It's the homage. I don't think Robert Rodriguez yeah. directed it, did he? <laughs> yeah, he, he did? did direct it. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I thought Mike told me that he got the story and then. Helped to get it produced. Oh, I think I, I'm pretty sure Rodriguez directed it, but I could be wrong. Who knows? I fucking love that movie. Like this whole Blade Runner crossover is, Mike. I'm right there with you. Like it is the same yeah. universe, Blade Runner and Aliens and. It's all the same universe. It's all this. Well, the reason they say that is because there's a screen in Alien. uh, I think it's Alien where um, uh, Tom Skerritt's picture comes up and it was saying where he previously worked. It said he worked at the Tyrell Corporation. And and then in Prometheus, they talk about uh, Tyrell. Yeah, it's him creating uh, replicants. I just want to once again go on board and saying that Prometheus and Alien Covenant are fucking awesome, and I really fucking back those movies. But (laughs) do understand if you, as a science fiction lover, accept Prometheus as the canon of the Alien universe that precludes it from being the same universe as Predator, because that means that the aliens would not have been established as a species until after the original 
Predator vs. Aliens happened in early 2000s. You don't know when when Prometheus happens. No, no, no. Prometheus happens in in, in a future, in the future. where humans in have gone world. to that planet. Maybe, maybe it's in the past. You don't know. So, but then you're saying maybe it's in my in bedroom. The, in in the second, or no, no, is it the first Predator versus Alien? That I don't, takes I don't place, count those like, movies yeah. as existing. Those movies are that, awful. They, I don't know. They accept that as canon. They accept that as canon. I don't. They do. Lance Henriksen is in both. <laughs> as as Bishop. No, no, not, obviously not, but who knows? He's the, the famous guy who then Bishop is modeled after, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I have a question. Yeah, can no, everyone... No, right? that, I think that's right. I think that is right, Solo. Can everyone... I think, do... that's, I think that's movie, not reality, and I'd prefer <laughs> to stick with reality of this, which is it's just Prometheus <laughs> creation myth, which so happens... Then, Go ahead. So then are you saying because... In Predator 2, Reality. we do see the skull of an alien in the Predator ship of a, of yeah. a xenomorph. So it would, yeah, and, and a xenomorph would not have existed until at earliest Prometheus, because that but, is. But Prometheus what, happens on multiple timelines. It's was not Danny one Glover timeline. there? Danny Glover There's, was there, right? Prometheus has the creation of mm, of Predator like. Two. Prometheus yeah. has Prometheus has the opening He's where you like, see this so creation damn, huh? of life from the uh, what do they call those guys the navigators or whatever they're called the big white aliens right uh-huh. and he creates he's like doing a genesis on a planet and creating life then there's also the timeline where um, the xenomorphs are created by an android right and then there's the timeline where the movie's happening in present time which is way in the future. But no, the xenomorphs are not created by the android. The xenomorphs are only created after they the the whatever their biological weapon interacts back with the human and the whatever they call them, the yeah, architects. Na- architect, yeah. Thank you. So I did not get really a lot of this out of Prometheus, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Prometheus Prometheus is like the smartest stupid movie ever because it's really fucking stupid, yeah. but it's also endlessly interesting to talk about. I don't know. Maybe I need to watch it again and pay closer attention because I was like very bored. Uh, 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 in your ear. Podcast Network.